gonna stop in the every starting every episode the exact same way with me coming in saying, is that right is that right is that right but is that right kind of a it's kind of our bit does that right it's a little zoomery actually is that right hey it's like and that's right i want to talk about that tonight by the way so hey let's get it started welcome to the beefy boys hey number 88 throw them up <laughs> throw them up you got them up yeah I don't know what we got up, but I got mine up. So ah, who knows? The yeah. audience, I'm sure, can assume. Just throw one of those up real quick. So who knows? Uh, 88, just a great year. Um, it's the year you were born. No, closer. I've been clo hey closer than anything else you've been saying the past couple of weeks. But I'm in like 830. I'm in 1888. Again, once again, coming back to I'm so old that I'm just like an immortal lich now, and that makes me cool. So. You're so bad at insulting me that you just made me... Well, so I'm not trying to insult my friend. Why would I do that? Hmm. Well, I don't like the implications of that. What we got going on tonight, boys? Anyways, I was calling what you were doing Zoomery, right? Right. Because it's, it's kind of the thing that they do like on TikTok where they try to like act like every video they shoot is like in media res or whatever, you know, where it's like... Like they... Is they that start as if... I don't know. I don't know if that's how it's pronounced, but you know the term in media res is like the story starts in the middle of something. I like that though. Maybe I just zoomers do it though because they want to seem like they're like kind of above making the video, you know? Like oh, like oh, yeah. I was just out like you know doing my my shit and I just had to make a video for TikTok. Like that's what they do, you know? Right. Oh, and, then, and then they mock the zoomers for the zoomer pause because we like actually you know we account for the possibility of latency with recording or whatever at the right. start of the video fuck zoomers yeah and that's what i want to talk yeah. about so let's see last year we had no losers 2023 worked out real well by the way not sarcastic worked out really well this year though all right i'm proposing that not only do what, what was our other thing so we did no losers last year and then what was the thing we we're going to do this year this year yeah, it was like no, no, no baggage or something. It was something about how like we were just gonna get rid of people who just uh -huh. like don't fuck with our shit. What? Where, where am I uh, losing you on this? I don't. I don't really remember that part. Well, but... I don't know. No one ever said no baggage. Now nah, I gotta look it up. Was this like Jay just made up? No in his, he, yeah, he just like fabricated a false memory for himself. Hey, not uh, yeah. I was gonna say not. That's not even top ten. Uh, not sure. They can't find it, but I, I, we came up with a new one this year, and it was something like we're just like like we were getting rid of losers last year, but this year we're just going to get rid of anyone that just doesn't like directly associate with us, more or less. Mm. And baggage was just the best word I could think of. I'll look. I'll find it later. I'm shocked we had a conversation about it, but you know, yeah. Zoomer. I don't think I would have approved of using baggage. As the I didn't say baggage originally. That's what I just said tonight because it was the closest thing that I could think of. It wasn't no baggage. It was like, it was like no, you know, no non dick writers twenty twenty four or something. I don't know. I forgot what it was. Mm -hmm. So, but no something like that. Sitters. Yeah, yeah, no fit. Yeah, 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 yeah. No fence sitters twenty twenty four. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually probably better than what I said. And I can't find it in search. I may very well have said in the other Discord. Not the point. The point is, I also no. want to get rid of Zoomerisms this year, right? I, I want to stop yeah. using Zoomerisms. So, hey, so you're getting rid of me. Unfortunately, yeah. yes. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, if you would please turn around, you will see Devin with a gun pointed at the back of your head. I'm sorry to head in this way, my friend. Well, 
luckily for me, I have full view of the entry to his room at all times, so I would oh, yeah? know if he left the sword down on me. You also have Jub, right? And I feel I like do. Jub yeah. would like jump to action if anything happens. Is Jub a ride or die? Is he gonna? Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, Jub is also currently standing looking at his door, so hey, there you go. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm covered. All hashtag all eyes on Prude. So, see, they're all expecting me to come out of this room. Right. But then the original prude who got lost in Japan is gonna bust through the other like the other side of the building right. and take action. Right, but and see that's been... that's where the more murder hornets come in though. <laughs> okay, yeah, they've right. been uh, yeah. they've been placed as a trap. Yeah. Yeah, there you go, there you go. So White um, House is just gonna become like a plot line similar to like the prestige, you know? Yeah. Like doubles and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, there have been rumors. So um yeah, so we're gonna stop saying I don't think we say bussin'. But if we did, we don't think we ever said that. that anymore. Yeah, if if we did say that, we would stop saying that. Science saying zoomers isn't nearly as bad as hippie slang. Yeah, I, like I'm starting to hear it now, and it it's real bad. Like it's they're not none of them are gonna uh, survive the test of time. I think. I think the one that was really big, especially like around me, since I'm, you know, an actual zoomer. Right. Was dead ass. There was a, a year of like dead ass being. A yeah, thing. dead ass. Dead ass is really annoying. I hate um, that one so much. Yeah. Take take this the L. Make sense. That one we're gonna get rid of that one. Um, I'm sure we'll yeah. I'm sure we'll hear them as they come up, and we'll just kind of like self police. I definitely think that like uh, W and L posting is definitely like maybe not necessarily for us, but for like the culture in general is gonna be one of the more pervasive like consumerisms. Like, I mean, it, like, even in, like, Fish Tank chat, it was just constant WLWL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's, it's just, up. yeah, it's like, it's, it's a, it's a replacement for saying something that actually has substance to it. Like, like, brothers just can't just say, wow, anymore, you know? It's just, you gotta be like, oh, WWW. G, G Golligers, yeah. G Willikers. Yeah, okay, 90-year-old no, man. No, no, I'm bringing, we're bringing G Willikers back. I'm still gonna say G Golligers, though, I like that better. G Golligers? No one's ever said that, ever. It's a prude original. And, and like all other, like all other prude originals, it's bad. So get his ass, get his ass. All right. Well, you know what? I know we haven't been start doing it lately, but it's not a huge show tonight. So let's go ahead and get food chat out of the way, and then we can move on to some other mm. stuff. Yeah. Which context to the audience? Uh, we had a discussion a while back about potentially doing food chat at the end of the show. Um, I think we should just stay flexible with it. Like if we have a we like a like anime preview episode um other stuff where it's just like we got something hot like the beefies we did the other day we'll, we'll do that that's my that's the reason why i brought it up because I, I was like yeah. on episodes where you have like a headline segment right. it kind of kills the momentum to start with food chat when like people who might just tune in for that one thing might not want to hear about us talking like talking for right. 40 minutes about well that like, sounds that sounds like the their problem. we ate no I mean, it's definitely their problem like uh, we want a cultivated audience that will listen to us talk about eating fucking mcdonald's for 40 minutes like that's what we want but I understand that, like, right now, that might not be the case. I could eat some 40 minutes of McDonald's right now. Dude, I mean, I got... Hey, speaking of food chat, we got McDonald's in the last week. Oh, you got a little Maccas? Yeah. Uh, uh, don't, don't, don't. It was a bit more than a little Maccas, if I'm yeah. being real with you. We got oh, a pretty hefty amount. I mean, you got many burgers, and I... I was. I, it's been so long since I went to the McDicks, because we've been going to, like, Wendy's and stuff for, like, just regular fast food more often, I think. But, um... I was like, it's been so long since I went there. And the the one thing that I really think is irreplaceable at McDonald's personally is the McNuggies. Like, there's just no nugget in the world, in my opinion, that's, like, quite that way, you know, that you can, like, some, like they make these frozen knockoffs. They're not as good. Um, 
So I just went in on a fucking 40 piece McNugget <laughs> and uh, nugged out for a couple days. But uh, yeah, it was good. No, what, the, the week? what the hell was the context of this screenshot? Hmm. Can you not see my screen? Uh, let's see. Oh, this was the fish tank thought. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I was I was going to put that up with a... Huh? Glad, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. glad I didn't throw that up on, on screen. Yeah. Well, anyways, um, so we had McDicks, uh, and that was the day that I went to Walmart for a couple small things. I only remember what I got at Walmart. I got, like... I like some storage containers or some shit. I don't know. I did like a little light shopping because I'd already gone to Aldi previously. I think I talked about that last week, but between the Aldi stuff I got and the fact that we went in on the pizza deal this week, the the, the Domino uh, larges for like what seven seven eight bucks or whatever each. Um, seven. Yeah, it was a pretty good deal. So I think we each got two larges, and I think we've kind of just been surviving off of those for days now. <laughs> the problem with getting yeah. like. The problem with pizza, like when it's two mediums, it's a little bit more bearable. When you get two larges, I feel like that quantity of pizza is enough that like by by the time I'm finishing my last couple pieces some days in, I'm like, I'm kind of tired of pizza at that point. <laughs> so like I have two little two of the small slices left and that's going to be like a snack later or tomorrow or something. But I'm actually kind of eager to go like eat something different that has like fiber and not a ton of cheese or something. Um, Because you just get you just get tired of the same thing too much. I'm a big variety guy, though. I can't eat the same thing all the time. I, I have to switch it up. And it's rough when you have a lot of leftovers that are like kind of on a timer. Um, now, I know one thing you got from Walmart. You got that C4. Mm. Yeah, I tried the strawberry Starburst C4. It's pretty good. I like the flavor. I mean, it tastes a little bit like a strawberry Starburst. <laughs> um, I also got a lot of these clear American like flavored uh, sparkling waters that like because we tried them before and I got more flavors. This time. American flavored. Well, that one was like red, white, and blue, so it kind of, um, and that, that one was just a mix of flavors. I have a blue raspberry tonight that's pretty good. Uh, the Fuji apple one was very refreshing. Um, there's a peach one that was okay. Uh, I have a orange, like, creamsicle type one, and the same pina colada one from before, too, that I have yet to drink. But Do you um, like pina coladas? I do, actually. I, I mean, they, I like them when they're not actually alcoholic, because drinkers suck, but, like... Pina colada flavored things are really good, in my opinion. Um, let's see. What's up well, this week? I also know you like mango flavored drinks, mm -hmm. stuff, mangoes in general. Yep. Uh, new Ghost Energy Drink flavor. It's called like Straw Bango Margarita or some stupid shit. Sounds uh, almost like racist. A, Oh, he might not have been a white guy who came up with it. So, yeah, I don't know why. I uh, but an Italian accent there, whatever. I think I think it's like some dumb like content creator collab. Uh, that explains a lot of the know, stupid one, food one, shit one these of those days. Things, but yeah, a very honestly happens way too often. But it's to me, it was a very heavy mango flavor with like a light strawberry in the background. So you might enjoy that. Picked it up at Walmart. Yeah, that's not, that one sounded pretty good. Definitely try it. Glad y'all pause like... there. For, glad y'all pause there for a second, so I could actually hit record, and we could actually start this episode. Oh, well, we were we were streaming. We were streaming. Sorry. Okay, I guess you could just take the vod then and mm, put that in. Yeah, I'm totally gonna do that. Well, I mean, look, 
we have to be a little serious in our production here. We explained a yeah, lot I'm of totally stuff. Gonna, I'm totally going to do that. We explained some stuff that the audience should right. know at no, the start. Here's what, totally here's what you can do. You can, since it, it was only like 10 minutes, you can just like play the VOD and record that instead of downloading the entire right. VOD. That's probably what I'm going to do. That's fine. Too. Whatever. Either way. Let's make sure our very important food chat is included. Right. Well, I, mostly the disclaimers about the, the changes of like like what we're doing this year and um, the potential format changes were the more interesting right. things that I thought. Yeah, the no, 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 no. Yeah. Food, no, food chat is the most important thing of the show. Mm -hmm. I well, said anyways, right. food um, is very important. He ain't lying. Let's see. Let's see. Aside from all that, what did we do this week? Uh, I guess McDonald's and pizza kind of cover. I mean, those are both kind of big takeout. <laughs> McDonald's and pizza were pretty much my entire meals this week. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, because both Honestly, of them are not, not the best, but that's right. No, no. Sometimes, at least I, I know I have some some meals involving vegetables coming up. Like I have a lot of my leftover chili. I have a lot of uh, I, I refilled my broccoli stores. <laughs> we aren't we aren't starting on your fucking chili. Oh no! Well, we're there's, not, there's we're not nothing wrong that. with my chili. There's nothing wrong with my chili. Your chili is a war crime. You're look. If you had it, you would no. say this is fine chili. No, I wouldn't. You would be fine. No, I would not. You, no, I would not. You, it's not that. It's not like it anything is that strange. It, it, it doesn't even visually strange. look like chili. Yeah, it looks like stew. I mean, I could have reduced it maybe a little bit more to make it less soupy, but like, uh, I already reduced quite a lot. I probably just put too much water in it at the start. But uh, I don't. know. I mean, I I think it's good chili. Yeah. I think you guys are just being a little close-minded about what chili can be. <laughs> Anyways, uh, anyways, moving on. Yeah. Um, unless you, did you have more? Or did did you just want to keep going on about your terrible chili? No, I mean I could do that, but I, I don't know if there's any more. I'll let you know if I remember. Okay. Well, I did the pizza thing as well. Um, mine wasn't actually that good. I got a pizza. Uh, fuck, I got a pepperoni, and then I got a uh, mushroom. Not mushroom. Onion and sausage. The onion and sausage was way better. The pepperoni was like overcooked or something. Almost huh. like maybe maybe they had like it had been someone else's order. And they didn't come for it, Ooh. and they just gave it to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was not, not ideal, not great. Um, Sunday for the rumble, we kind of did finger foods. We did uh, cocktail weenies in barbecue sauce uh, that we'd actually gotten from. Uh, forgot about this. We had some ribs earlier in the week. Um, I talked about that place. I love going to Freedom Barbecue. Uh, left, obviously. There's a new place up the. Road. It's not a new place. It's a, it's an old place that's been renamed and reopened up the road. Um, They've gotten way better from what they the old place they used to be. So it's real good again. Got some ribs there. Very good. Very tasty. Took that barbecue sauce, put cocktail weenies in it. Did um, it was like a sour cream and corn kind of dip with some tomatoes and stuff in it. Mm. Very good little dip. And then we did monkey bread, uh, but like not sweet monkey bread, like everything bagel monkey bread, which is just, oh, ah, oh, my God delicious and then today had a little outing and went by lafleur's which hey big lafleur's guy got the uh roast beef new orleans roast beef po boy with the fries delicious as always um i did i was better about it this time around i ate half of it at, at I ate half of it there which i barely ate half of it there uh, brought the rest home and that was supper boys so that's economical both money and calorie wise. So, right. Cause we gotta be, I, you know, I'm, I'm watching them calories, you know, yep. 
here, here, uh, here, Tony's looking after him too. Here, Tony might even be joining the gym. I mean, if if I look at the cows, I mean, I look at them and then consume them, sure. But uh, <laughs> well, hey, it's uh, here's the thing though: if you start being a gym bro and like start getting into like lifting and stuff, the calories don't matter anymore, right? You just lift right, your calories right, away. That's that's kind of something I've I've accepted that like okay, I really don't have the best of self control around food. Same, like it it, it kind of is what it is. So I kind of decided, all right, I turned twenty six in a week. Uh, I should probably start doing something. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty seven was uh, twenty seven was my big year for losing weight. So I mean, yeah, that's that's usually a really good time for men to start kind of start getting serious about it, you know? Because you're still from from like from like twenty five to thirty six seven, you've still you're kind of at the apex of your testosterone production. I mean, it can it goes further. A lot of people say it's like, oh, your testosterone falls all to have 40 it's like no it starts decreasing at 40 but it doesn't like fall that's a that's a fake made-up thing um but yeah you're you're in a perfect time to start doing like some real like you know start getting beefy and not fat beefy like right beefy beefy right right so i will be attending the uh the planet of fitness oh you, you're uh, you, uh you're gonna go there with really mother, my best local option go there with mother fitness uh i don't know who that is but sure have you not seen those terrible commercials? Planet Fitness. I try not to watch. They, I mean, I don't watch TV, so I don't see commercials. Well, they, they have a lot of bad humor. I, I feel like I surprisingly don't get Planet Fitness commercials here. Oh, that's weird. Uh, maybe Despite we're there being one, you know, 10 maybe, minutes away. Yeah, maybe we get them because they just open one here in town. Maybe that's why we're getting them. Maybe. Mm. Maybe. But yeah, Planet Fitness is a pretty good one. Um, I've never I've never really gone to a gym. I used to go to a, like a it's called the wellness center. It was kind of a gym. It was owned by the hospital here in town and they closed it at some point. I stopped yeah, going. I think, I think we have a quote unquote wellness center in our hospital as well. It's oh. probably pretty similar, but I was going to say if it's, if it's anything like ours was, it was really good and it was like very reasonable too. And it had the hours were pretty decent as well. I think it was open real early and it went, they closed like eight or something. So, I mean, that's not too bad. Mm. I was, man, I was, you always caught me up in that wellness center, man. I love that place. I need to investigate our hospital because there's also a cafe at our local hospital. And I need to see really? Yeah. Should we? Should we? It's there's not any pictures I already looked. There's God like, dang it! There's, like, there's like no info on it. God so dang that's it. why I need. That's why I need to do on the ground scouting. Yeah. To be fair, there isn't for hours our cafeteria and hours either. It's just like yeah. there's, I, there's unless you knew it was there. Basically, all the inf information I saw published was stuff about it being renovated recently and like mm. updated to be nicer or whatever. Um, I will say, in the vein of that, and there's it, it's somewhere I want to try actually here soon. Is let me see if I can find it. Speaking of cafes, there's one out here somewhere. Barry's Burgers. Where's it? Life Church. This Life Church. This church has a cafe in it, and it like oh, yeah. it looks. I mean, pretty. You know, they got like standard fare for a cafe. But it looks pretty good. Doesn't, right? doesn't look bad, no. It no. Looks, uh... It's uh it's it's kind of a this church is a little mega churchy, but well, hey, if the food's good. Right. So yeah, it's very you funny. Don't like that, stay for the service. There yeah. there's there's the old church, right? Just you know, basic kind of thing, and then there's the new one, so Yeah. Woof. Yeah, and I guess that's the cafe right there. So yeah. Hmm. So just in in that vein, you know. Yeah, interesting. I guess that they do that. Well, hey, speaking of local things. Yeah. 
Boy, howdy, do I have a story for y'all. Yeah. All right. So I have not talked about this much on the show before because I just, I just haven't really wanted to, to get into it. Right. Um, but for a year or so, I don't even want to call it a feud. I, I guess I've just been trolling. Mm. I've been trolling my local paper. Uh, usually just kind of like writing in when they say something and just calling them like dumb retards. And it's worked out pretty yep. well. So uh, the guy that owns this place, he's an older guy. He's a he's a Yankee shocker. And it's actually very funny. I'll get something in a minute related to that. Um, but he's just like he's like the most basic ass boomer con ever. Now, it's my theory, however, that he's not. I think it's I think it's a gimmick. I think it's a grift. Because uh, he's he's on the paper for a while, and he had he had a paper back in like 13, 12 or thirteen, and he had this big cover story about there was like a gay marriage here in town, and it was just it was really stupid. It was just like the way it came off. It wasn't like him being like journalistic or whatever. It's like he was just trying to get people to buy his paper by being controversial. Right. So years later, because I, I don't read the paper, because um, I'm not hundred years old. Um, years later he's starting like this whole like boomer con thing. So I started writing some thoughtful stuff and I was like, it, you know, it was getting published and people were enjoying it. And eventually this other guy pops up. Um, I won't say his name. I'm not going to say anyone's name except this guy, as you'll see in a second, this other guy pops up and he's like, he, he writes me this email. He's like, Oh, I've been inspired by what you've said. I'm starting a, like a, a citizens action group. And I was like, okay, that's not really what I meant. Cause my whole thing was like, telling people is like look y'all keep going on about like these things like oh we you know whatever i was like you know you have to do something for things to change and now for legal reasons i'm not going to specify what i meant by do something sure sure. but there was an implication so he he says i'm gonna do something so he puts together this action union and it's just like a bunch of old boomer cons it's essentially a book club more or less and it was laughably bad and it fell apart. Not the point. But anyway, I would just dab on these people. It was really funny because every once in a while he would, the other guy, the editor of the paper, would write some big like piece about me or something. And he'd be like, oh, this guy, he was the one who called, I think I did actually mention the show once, uh, he called me a legitimate right-wing terrorist or extremist, extremist, not terrorist. That was goons. Goons oh. call me terrorist. This guy calls me extremist. Um, and the reality is I'm both. Uh, just kidding. For legal reasons, that's a joke. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he called me right. Uh, legitimate. And it, it's when you strike into that, when like someone to the right of him appears is when he starts doing like that stupid centrist bullshit. Right. It's like, Oh, you know, uh, you know, you know how boomer cons are anyway, anyway. So the other day, and I haven't been writing much, uh, lately because there's just not really been anything to say. And I'm just tired of them because they're all retarded. But he writes this column about how he's starting. Is this the right? Yeah, this. Oh, my God, this is so terrible. Um, he writes this column about how, oh, you know, because how he had a podcast. And see, this is where our whole feud began. Mm. Uh, because he, he emailed me one day and he was like, would you like to be on our podcast? And I more or less said no. I'd rather do anything else than being on your podcast. Um, I also, to, in my defense, I also had COVID at the time and I was like really sick. Yeah. So I kind of couldn't have, but I also just didn't want it. 
Uh, and from there, he he's been very hostile to me. I think because I wouldn't appear on his podcast, which hey, many such cases. Yep, many such. So cases. anyway, he shuttered his podcast a couple of months ago, and Saturday he wrote a big article about how he about his new venture. And gonna throw this up on screen because this is rough. Do I do I have it somewhere? I don't have it physically, and I'm not I'm not gonna pull it up so quote it verbatim. But he was essentially saying like something I've said for a long time. Because what I would always like try and explain to them was like it doesn't matter what you and your boomer friends do, you're all gonna be dead in ten years. Right. If you want right wing to have any momentum, it has to be young people. It has to be people like 22 32 42 people in that area right it has to be younger people younger couples families that are just getting started with children and stuff it has to be them it can't be 60 70 80 year olds doing it and i mean i'm like we even have that problem with politicians like as much as i like trump he's getting old right and he's i mean he's not 100 in touch with what i mean he he's better than most anyone else that's not a question right but there's a life. That's why. That's why people like uh, Vivek so much. Or how do we say? Vivek. I'm calling him Vivek. Vivek. That's why people like Vivek so much, because he's young and he's saying what we're all thinking. Right. Trump says what we're all thinking, but he's he's old and it's like we're just kind of old, tired of old people, even if they are saying the right things. So this guy starts going on. He said, "Oh, we need to reach the kids. So I'm gonna launch. We're gonna launch a new media company that's gonna make edgy." God, I actually do have to find the exact quote for this because it was bad. I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about this. Was right. Here we go. The Midnight Ride will be bringing back George Washington, Ben Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, and Paul Revere and turning them into kick-ass and hilarious superheroes who lead the fight against our woke oh. and broke culture. This will be an adult, edgy, take-no-prisoners cartoon series that will offend some people, but I'm never going to apologize for it. We have to start fighting back and winning. We will also have sketch comedy. Other, To be fair, I actually have, this is the first time I'm reading this because I'm, I'm a big, like... Uh, scan an article kind of thing kind of guy mm-hmm. and looking for keywords i've never actually sat down and read this this is worse than i thought so i'm actually learning some stuff yeah, here. what i saw from it was pretty bad so. uh-huh yeah um we will also have sketch comedy other animation parodies and a recurring show called history unhinged i don't know what the hell that means there will even be a new incarnation of jim wall oh fuck me i didn't read this this is this, hold on. I actually just had a fucking great idea. Oh, no. I'm going to keep that one in the chamber, though. We'll talk about that after the show. Just write the, down, yeah. There will be a new incarnation of Jim Walking, the man-on-the-street interview web bits that were pretty popular with young people back in the day. Spoiler alert, they were never popular with young people. His his <laughs> con, his concept of young people was like 40-year-olds in like the aughts. Um, and this is the one that really got me. All this content will be designed to drive people to the website where you would think that's where we're going to do activism, right? That's where we're going to be like, all right, here's how you can get involved. Here's a list of politicians that where they live for no specific reason. (laughs) For legal reasons, that's a joke. For legal reasons, that's a joke. I don't know where your politicians live. And if I did, it wouldn't matter, right? Yeah, it wouldn't matter if you knew because nobody's going to do anything, you know? And and here's a coupon for rope at Walmart, and here's nearest lamppost. Who knows why, right? Who knows why? For legal reasons, that's like, a joke. Drag their car out of a ditch, or like you're trying exactly. to be hopeful. Like, exactly. Snowy times. Yeah, you never no, know. Yeah, yeah. You never know. 
Right. So you would think, right, let's get them here and they'll start organizing because stuff has to happen in real life, not online because online's fake and dumb. Right. Right. Which we've uh, we three have unanimously come to decide within the past two couple of years that this stuff, nothing is going to happen online ever. It has to be in real life. So, yeah, clearly we're going to get people uh, in in real life. We're going to organize. We're going to activism. Here's what you can go do. Here's satanic statues you can go knock over. Sorry, that's a hate crime. Don't do that. No. On the website, they will find our new flagship show, Chris McDaniels America. Now, y'all may not know who Chris McDaniels is. Chris McDaniels is a thrice failed candidate. He did. He he has won his state seat, not state in Washington state or was he in Washington? He might be. A, he might be a, a, con a congressman. I, I really can't remember. I don't know. I've never voted for him, so I don't know. Um, but he's, he's run for Senator twice and failed. He's run for Lieutenant governor and got trounced in the primaries. Um, he's kind of, he's what you would call a perpetual loser. Uh, but right. his, his, his new show, which will also feature a segment called Chris McDaniel rhino hunter. We're in the midst of building a brand new state of the art <laughs> podcast for Chris and his sidekick, Jack Fairchild, who is another loser. Uh, and we couldn't be more excited to have quote unquote, I'm not joking. This is not a joke. This parody, this article is not a parody quote unquote, our Ronald Reagan be the man delivering the conservative message for the midnight ride with national promotion and reach. Don't be surprised if Chris becomes the next Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> what? As you can imagine, this is a huge and extremely expensive undertaking. We are working with nationally known animation and production teams, as well as a major website company to bring it all together. It's exciting, scary, but more important and necessary as we, as conservatives, need to start fighting back in an attempt to win the cultural war and the heart of this country. Jesus is that right? So I'm going to play this. So this is the first thing I'm going to play on mute because I don't, I literally, I will have a, I will have a meltdown if I have to watch this video, listen to this video again. Like I haven't listened to it once. I saw the concept. I was like, nope, not right. happening. So here's the thing. Would this have been funny five years ago? Yeah, kind of. This would have been, I would have laughed at this five years ago when this joke was relevant, right? Like right. it's, it's not because, because see, here's the thing. And this illustrates to the heart of it. <laughs> All right. Everything I say from here until I, I say otherwise is a joke and I am playing a character. I'm playing a satire of a conservative character. Oh, sorry. Right, he's, hard... he's playing devil's advocate for the right. sake of like everything you know, I'm about to say is say. in yeah. character as a parody of like right wing Nazi chud types. Right. Yeah, and same for all of us, really. Right. Um, so here, here we go. Sorry. And, and scene. Uh, we shouldn't be parodying pedophiles. We should be flaying them alive and murdering them and torturing them to death and then hanging them from their the severed hole where their testicles used to be by a metal hook from city hall that's what we yeah. should be doing uh okay well, and, it, yeah. and parody over um well I, i'm still not, actually doing a parody i'm still doing a parody because okay so this is like improv right so we're doing like a right. handoff like and then okay yeah, and, now and you're then doing and so like scene two was happening right scene and, two uh, like, you know, it, it, it's like these so-called conservatives are always fighting battles that are, yeah, like half a decade or more out of date. It's like this is, yeah, this is the battle lines then. And that's why it would have been relevant then. It would have been fun. And, this would have, I'll, I'll give him credit. 
This would have been but, funny in 2019. Because this is a fresher thing then, but like now we know that like nothing, nothing, it kind of like nothing ever happens, right? Like nothing's going to come of Epstein's bullshit, you know? Like, like drawing attention to it isn't accomplishing anything because we already know that something outrageous happened and nothing's ever going to fucking be done about it. These people aren't being punished unless you fucking punish them, you know? Like, right. Like you, you the people have to fucking deal with these people at this point, you right. know. Not, well, not trying to like, like I don't know, raise awareness with the institution. The institution fucking hates you, you know. Right. Like they're never gonna do anything to help you. Right. And and here's the thing, and this really is the kicker. He's talking about like we need to win the culture war. We need whatever. Yeah. There is almost nobody in this country, left, right, Nazi, commie, tanky, chud whatever the whole spectrum has come together and said fuck epstein right right like if you want to push back against woke stuff like epstein is not the place to start because everyone already well, hates that's, him. that's what makes it worse is because everybody knows the situation was fucked and still like nothing's really come of it and so if everybody can agree on something and still nothing comes it's like that's a very good sign then that the uh the elite as it were are protective of their own and they're going to put the interests of protecting their own above protecting the people or protecting their interests or doing anything that right. like is remotely just or reasonable. And yeah, I mean just, I, I feel like they're just fighting fucking brick walls. Like, like nothing comes of this sort of shit. It's, anymore. it's just it's, grift. That's all it is. Yeah. Well, this exactly. is just it's, a grift. Perform it's performative for other fucking old retards right. who think that like, making jokes about libtards as activism or something you know it's right, like, right right that's, right that's it's fucking retarded yeah, yeah. well uh, yeah all right and i just wanted to point out i read in his uh excerpt that they were working with a major website company uh yeah. if you scroll to the bottom here it says powered by GoDaddy's website builder that is their definition <laughs> of working Ooh. yeah that's their definition of working with a uh because as you can see, this is a very well done website. This doesn't look like something that we would have done for Friendzone in 2012 at all. And in fact, <laughs> in, in in my credit, Friendzone's website looked really good, especially for, for like the early teens. Because like when, you know, website was still kind of like, a, you know, like, oh, what the hell's going on here? Like, it was really good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and this, it, yeah, it was better than this is terrible fucking. All right. So as usual, I had I had to chirp at this. And I was like, let, let me let me let this guy know what's up let me give him the uh the the taylor experience right which is different than another experience we talk about sometimes different thing oh the, the ete it's the funny ETE, you yeah. the word chirp when there's a grasshopper on the wall how do you think he got there hmm. Uh, all right. So I, I responded back and I said, uh, the midnight ride is a strong contender for cringe of the year. And it's just January. Is this a joke or a money laundering thing? Because as a member of the demo, this is supposed to be aimed at. I ain't laughing. This looks like something Sam Hyde would make to mock conservative media, which is even funnier because I didn't say, see, they were going to do like sketch bits. So that makes mm -hmm. like the Sam Hyde like connection even funnier because yeah. this does look like something like Sam. This looks like something from world peace. And at the end of it, like Sam would come out like doing like an Alex Jones character or something, you know, right. it's like, like, it, like a meta ironic thing. It's yeah, like, yeah. Um, yeah. You're trying to appeal to a generation that grew up on Adult Swim with outdated and tired jokes in a way that feels almost condescending. Have y'all learned nothing in the past few years? At any step did y'all ask, stop and ask yourselves, instead of throwing a bunch of money on podcast series and cartoons, could we just spend on something else better? 
We don't want postmodern irony with a GOP twist. Nothing about this moves the needle, and in five years would just be just another tax write-off for someone when it shuttered. This is why young people have completely lost faith in the older generations. What's even the game plan here? We draw in the kids with funny ha-has, then hope they stay and watch some tired old politician on podcast number 83,749 drawn on about issues he's never going to solve? Ironically, in a sick way, the idea of this venture itself is funnier than the content. What's your next skit? Maybe a bit about Fauci-ouchies? Hey, maybe in a few years you could do a Chinese balloon bit. The kids would love that. Stick to selling papers, Jim. Well... Uh, now, that may sound a little rude, but that's usually that's that's the back and forth me and him have. Right. Sure. So. Right. As usual, I've because I haven't I have I've never really talked directly to this guy with just through like letters and rebuttals and stuff. I I was like, eh, he'll he'll write a rebuttal Saturday or something. He'll be butthurt. And because he's done that before, he he's rebutted against things I've said, which then he later, like a year later, would like agree to. So right. I was like, all right, well, so I wake up Monday morning and I've got this banger. Hey, Tyler, how sit on your fat ass reading the paper, hiding, whining about shit working for you? Stick to jerking off and playing video games, Tyler. <laughs> Best wishes, Jim. God damn. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we got him. We got him. I, I did briefly consider just responding back with the picture of the George Bush mission accomplished thing. I thought that, that would have been real funny. I did have a better response, but I, I just want to tell you, like, this is hilarious to me. This guy is in his mid-60s, right? He is, by all accounts, a successful man. He owns a fairly successful a successful business, which in 2024, to have a, a paper that's still selling papers, physical papers, that's fairly impressive, right? Because a lot of papers are going under. Uh, his wife is a doctor. She's very successful. She's very nice. She has seen my asshole. Um, <laughs> so I do kind of have that one over on him too, right? I said, Jim, has, you, has your wife seen your asshole? Because she's seen mine. Hmm. I don't want to drag her into this. I like her. She's nice. She's a nice lady. She's a nice lady. Um, but and then so you get mocked by you've been being getting mocked by a guy for like two years now that you never you you have no idea who he is, right? Um. Oh. And then he calls your newest venture that you've probably sunk thousands, tens of thousands of dollars into and says it's gay. And you you sit down as a grown ass man at your little laptop at your this is from his personal email, by the way. He said, fuck a work email. I'm sending this from the personal at Comcast.net. And he pounds out this. And what's so funny is like you there's like a space here on this last sentence. That's how you know he was mad. Cause he yeah. did he didn't even take the time to like make sure everything was lined up right <laughs> this was the this was the funniest outcome now that being said 100 percent am i banned from the paper now like uh, it hasn't it's not official yet but there was a there was another guy that was a frequent contributor a year or two ago and jim banned him too for for some other was essentially just saying he like he whines too much which that was kind of true. He was a whiny bitch, but I am 100% getting banned from the paper for this. And honestly, that's because like we've talked about it before. And like, that's kind of our thing. Like, that's how we that's how we win. When you ban us, we win. We've won because right. we have yeah. moved you to an emotional state. That because banning is an emotional act, right? You can right. say it's like, oh, we just want to be rid of you. It's like, oh, haha. Actually, the joke's on you. No, 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 no. I moved you. I created something in your soul that caused you to perform an administrative action against me. 
Right. You took a hard stance against me. I won. Now, I mean, we I think we can all agree this sucks. This is honestly one of the worst things I've seen in a long time. Yeah. But it's bad in a way that it's like it's not even fun to make fun of. It's just depressing because it's like, you know, it's 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 really a little depressing because, you yeah. know, like a lot of similar right wing boomers probably think that's like a really great idea. No, I actually just, I found the. um I found the tweet because so the, the second guy that's involved in this is a feller named uh, Reed Cooley. And he is allegedly 30 years old. Um, no, there's no way this dude is 30. Right. There is zero way this dude is 30. I, I'm sorry. I just refuse. Like, I'm he's, 30. He's 30 in the way you're 25, I guess. Right. But which is funny because, like, I do, I, I easily could pass as 25, right? Like, I'm 34 yeah. and I still don't look whatever the hell this is, right? So, right. whatever. Um, Ooh, he, a big he, 7,000 views on the video, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, there was another one that they posted somewhere else. It got a little, a couple of more views. Here it is. It got this one. So it got, it got 100,000, but of course, views just means people actually saw it, not actually watched it. They just right, scrolled right. past it. So, um, yeah, I mean, 300 likes to 130,000 views is not great. Yeah, that's that's well under 10%, which is usually what you aim for to consider something like, uh, not a success, but like, Mm, I don't know. I never actually watched this trailer. Not sure what you the want to. Fuck? What the fuck? I haven't seen this. Oh, this is worse. Oh, this is way worse. Jesus Christ. I haven't muted. I haven't muted on stream. It'll be muted on the podcast because I don't want to deal with like you know copyright. I, I, or I just realized that Discord has audio now for desktop. Yeah, well, so we talked about that last week. Yeah, I know, I know, but I just remembered to turn it on. So I'm very fine. curious on what the comments replying to this are. Uh, well, like that's what I was saying. Like they're fairly positive, right? Like, but it's like, like, all right. So like Matt Wallace. This is I know this guy. He's a big like, he's a big Elon Musk uh, dick writer. Um. Dom Lucre or whatever, yeah. he's he's got a he's following, a, but he's a big grifter. Yeah. Uh, Elijah Schaefer, he's a big grifter too. Um, trying Mindy, oh god, Mindy Robinson is a huge grifter. She was part of the um, she was part of that uh, uh, fucking what was it? That calendar discourse a couple of like a month or so ago. Remember, where some like vaguely conservative libertarian women made a uh, why is PewDiePie trending? Uh, he put out a video today. No shot. Yeah, I'm drawing. Oh, awesome. Ah, I love Peepa. He's great. I like um, this guy, uh, wait, Top what? Lobster, saying, this is how we win. This is not how we win, bro. <laughs> Conspiracy theorists grab... Yeah, you notice it's just like a bunch of other Four fucking... skin enthusiasts. It's just a bunch of other, like, <laughs> grifters. It's just a bunch of other people with, like, it's like, oh. Right, you can you can tell a lot by like who boosts something like yeah. this, right? Like, yeah. like because if it was accounts that like are actually like widely deplatformed and like known for being extreme, that would be one thing. But it's not. These are these are like just alt right light, you know. Like it's just like that's. Yeah, oh, this reputation. is a really good one. I don't know why everyone thinks this is so good. It looks like something shitty Newgrounds from the early two thousands. That's exactly what it looks like. Damn, I was trying to I was trying to think of what it was. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. 
but yeah, it's just it's like it's like a bunch of other grifters. Oh, died suddenly. Yeah, that. Well, so it's just it's ridiculous. Like, but but that's what it is. Like, there's there's a circle jerk of like right wing grifters who have podcasts or shows or whatever, and it's always the same shit. Now, what didn't shock me at all about this Reed Cooley guy? Let me see here. There's just one subscription. And now I've talked about a lot of the like conservatives aren't actually conservative at all. Right. Because a lot of them, if you press them pretty hard on certain issues, specifically like religious stuff, they'll crumble. Right. Like if you start bringing up like Christian nationalism, a lot of these people will just fall to fucking pieces. And they're like, no, 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 we, we can't do that. We can't do that. They want to be conservatives without Christ. And there's no such thing. Right. Right. Like right. the right wing, right wing action is defined by Christianity, essentially, more or less. You can cry all you want to about that, but it's true. So I take you back to the discourse about the calendar trying to sell like beer to other both things. By the way, it was a it was a non woke beer company, cringe, and then they made a calendar with a bunch of scantily clad Republican libertarian women, right? right. Also a, a grift. It's just graft after graft. Anyway, one of the primary women involved in that was the redhead libertarian. Keep that in mind as I click what his one subscription is. Huh, will you look at that? Hmm. 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 I hate the I hate these people. On God, I hate these people. And like this is I, I always got angry at uh Jack specifically because jack will always call everyone's like oh they're a gatekeeper they're uh what's that other word he used mm. gatekeeper um controlled opposition he was like oh uh alex jones controlled opposition blah, blah, blah. no alex jones is insane is what alex jones is but he's great these people are controlled opposition that's exactly what these people are these people don't give a shit about anything except getting paid and a slew of retarded Republicans are going to line up to pay for this. I think it will actually, I, I gave him shit. I think it actually will be successful at first. It will fall off because no one will care and it won't be funny. Right. Um, and I think, I think the only reason, God, yeah, like fucking this griff shit that I'm talking about, like right here, like being recommended to me live on X, Dom, Lucre, and Alex Stein interview controversy. What? What? Well, this is like Isla, like yeah, exactly. Bullshit. This is so gay. By the way, speaking of spaces, that's the live on X thing. Spaces would be a lot more useful if you could do them from desktop. But the fact that you have to go through like mobile or like yeah. a, like spoof mobile is so fucking retarded and yeah. completely defeats like yeah. any like if you're trying to be a serious like like facilitate serious media shit on your platform, it needs to be usable from an actual professional right. setup and not somebody's fucking iphone right uh instagram is real bad about that too like there's a bunch of stuff you can't change online yeah instagram's always been really stupid about that i, I can kind of accept it with instagram because i don't like instagram anyways and also like like nothing serious happens on instagram let's be honest it's like grips all the way down like it, mm. twitter at least has the pretense of trying to legitimize itself as like the public space kind of right. online a little little lake house. Uh, I don't know what's going on back here. It's a little sketchy, though. 
Who knows? Who knows what happens in the backwoods of Mississippi? I try not actually, to ask. It actually reminds me. There was that uh that Antifa account or whatever that was like calling out those people for having their compound and uh, yeah, the Patriot Front guys apparently had a Teleco Plains compound. I, I was looking at I was looking crazy. at Teleco Plains on the map earlier. There's some restaurants there I want to eat at. Teleco actually. Plains is high rent. Like that's a that's a nice like a really high rent part of uh. Part of that I was trying to see if there. I could find out where where it was located in the area too, because based on the appearance from the pictures, um, right? It's a beautiful property. No, there's uh, some cafes up there, and there's like a uh, was there's like a burger place. It's like it's like a burger shack on like a lake beach or something there that looks really good. So, maybe I'll go to Telco Plains. Maybe I'll try to find the Patriot Front people. Yeah. We'll do an interview with the Patriot Front people. We'll uh, what we'll do is we'll present ourselves as like, oh, fellow chuds, but whether or not we give them shit for what they're doing depends on how retarded their LARP is. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Tate just walked away. No, I'm right here. I was, I was responding to someone. Oh, okay, I didn't actually. Well, I didn't know you were you talking to me. No, no, no. I just uh, you were being really quiet. So. No, I just I was responding to someone saying something. Um, that's all that's all that's all i have to say about that that's all i have to say about that but i do have other stuff to talk about though is that right it is right it is right so uh got got out today a little did a little getting out did a, did a little out getting um went to our museum had a new exhibit in town a quilt and throw this up uh a quilt i'm just gonna show all i'm like these aren't all going to be good. I'm just going to show you everything I took. Um, right. Oh, yeah. This does remind me, and someone write this down because I'm going to forget. We will be doing a best photo of the year award at the end of the year. So. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I, I know you're both big photo guys, so it's going to be a hot competition. It, it sounds like with you bringing up that idea, though, maybe you're looking to become a photo guy. No, no, no. I, I'm just I'm adding competition. to the. We're going to we're going to convince crew. you. We're going to mm-hmm. convince you. Mm-hmm. To, uh, participate anyway anyway so i went i went down they were doing a quilt thing it was pretty cool uh i really i really liked it there was some cool looking quilts there was this one that had old honest abe on it there was this one it was saint george and the dragon which which was weirdly out of place honestly because the rest of it was like revolutionary war and like civil war stuff or no not even civil war yet it's like just revolutionary war and like indian war stuff so like saint george and the dragon was kind of weird but hey hey yeah hey hey you know as, as a good anglo boy Right, I, I appreciate well, you know, it. The, pe- the people we fought were kind of aligned with the dragon, if you will, um, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, which actually is a great segue to the next thing I was going to mention about this. So there was eighteen quilts in total. They're on loan from a uh, folk museum up in uh, New York City, and all of them were like really good. They were like they were by like uh, you know like uh, women from like colonial times up until like the late eighteen hundreds, and some uh, a little bit just after the Great War. There was like this one. This was made out of like old wool coats that officers and soldiers wore in the Great War. Yeah. Um, so I, that was really cool, you know. Um, there was a uh, of these eighteen; they were all, you know, very well done by you know nice colonial women, you know, nice women like you know named like I don't know, Aveline or fucking you know Elizabethan. I, I don't know, you know, mm, old colonial, yeah. good, good, yeah. good colonial Americans. Then there was one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a quilt made of 
condom wrappers. Uh, Amidst all these super wholesome Americana, you know, uh, families, you know, passing down quilts and it's like, you know, very did you nice take a stuff. picture of that one? Or I no? did not. I did not. Let me see if I can find it, actually. This is going to be a sketchy one. Condom quilt. Oh, no, here it is. Is that it? Yeah, that, this yeah. is it. Um, condom quilt goes home. Was this? Is this it? Uh, no, that's not it. It's something different. The QR code. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, okay. This is. Oh, this is all of them. Okay, this is. This is all of them. So yeah, like, it's yeah. probably like a, like a, a traveling exhibit. Well, of. not all of them because I didn't see some of these. I wish I'd seen this one. That's really cool. Holy crap! Mm-hmm. Oh, but uh, never mind. That sounds stupid. So yeah, so it, it was. It was this one, and it's not super, but you can see it's like you know condoms it's just it was really stupid now i made a point of mentioning that they were all um <sighs> nice colonial names right williams andrews jo- johnson jacksons right i'm trying to find the i'm trying to find the woman's There's name look at result there maybe somebody took a good picture of it. I don't know. Uh, uh i'm trying to find the woman's name that took it because I want I wanted to do a bit where I, I showed it and didn't say it, um, but I can't find it, so I'll just say it. What do you What do you think her name was? Laquisha Jackson. Right. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Levison. 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 Hmm. Hmm. And of course, we all know Tay does have beef with the Levison family. What did I mean by that? Who knows? Who know? Who knows? I'm. Just, I, I didn't really mean anything by it. Levison, of course, is a very common American name, as we all know. Look, I'm. I'm just reading ancestry results here. I, right. I looked up. I looked up Levison name. I'm. Right. I'm not saying anything. This is me quoting ancestry.com. It says, uh, "Jewish parentheses Ashkenazi uh, patronomic from Levy." Uh, English variant of Levison from the Middle English personal name Levison Loveson. Whatever. That's all etymology shit. Anyways, that's just what they have to say about it. Um, That's interesting. That's interesting. That's interesting that you would say that. Moving on. Yeah. (laughs) Sock Bay. Tried to frame this without getting his cock in it, but unavoidable. It's it's there. It's, It's honestly, I mean... I mean, there's no reason to be avoidant of it. You know? I actually, I mean, this one, I actually really like this one. The way that they have this position with the light over it, with the with the light and then the shadow work, I actually really, this is, this is really, I like that. That's really good. Mm-hmm. So, apparently, we have like a permanent Dale Chihuly piece now, which is kind of cool, honestly. Yeah. Because Dale Chihuly is like kind of a big name, honestly. You're a big name. Uh, uh-huh, thanks, man. What else we got here? I like this one, too. This was a good one. I've been, I've been, I've been kind of fucking with foreground shit lately, you know? The foregrounds are fun. Foregrounds are fun, yeah. This, this, yeah, there's some videos in there. People kept screwing up my shots. Like, they kept, they like, on these long hallway shots, people kept screwing them up. It's always hard to get. It's always really annoying. I was going to crop this down, but no, it's just fucking, thanks, bitch. Uh, these came out. I like this one a lot. This one was really good. Um, I'd taken, I'd taken one similar to this last year and that, that old body and that old lens didn't do disparity of light. Well, right. Yeah. Well, um, 
so this yeah this this is done a lot better i tried to get a shot of this last time but for this room this room's like darker and my old camera just was not handling it well so finally got a shot of that that's actually really cool when i when uh when i was a kid this used to impress the absolute hell out of us still it still does actually to be fair armor is cool always here's another one to fucking people staying in there now this is actually one I was talking about. This didn't come out well either. I'm not sure why, because we're standing right next to it. This like the reflectivity of the light. Probably. Yeah, but it's also kind of like out of focus. I don't know. It's, it the whole thing's weird. This is what I was talking about earlier with uh, Tony on our sports show. Like, how old do you think this dude is? Like, like as depicted, or like the, how old is the painting? Oh, how old is he depicted here? I see, yeah, I would say probably like thirty. Right. He's a grown ass man, right? Yeah. This dude's 21. Yeah, well, it's like pictures of like 50 years ago, people in high school, they looked just so much older yeah. at a given age. Well, that's what we were talking about earlier on the sports show. Like kid, like people these days, like people are still kids until like 26, I think. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, like they, they shouldn't be, but a lot of them like physically and mentally still are. It's crazy. Right. So that's that. That is Lauren Roger, by the way. Mm -hmm. So Lauren Eastman Rogers. Another video. Okay. If I, I like the, the issue with out of focus there might be if you were really close, maybe just minimum focusing I think distances. It, I think so. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Um, I liked this one because that's a really unfortunate name to go with that font. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Or mm -hmm. completely uh intentional. Oh hey. It no, it's Episcopalians. It's not. It's man, Discord's like stream quality destroys how good your pictures look it's like i, I saw them when you upload oh them yeah and they're, they're way they're way better even in just the embed uploads compared right. to watching it through stream here. Mm -hmm. yeah this so this shot i liked because i like the ju the juxtaposition of the old bell tower versus the new bell tower right because right. you know of, as far as communication goes but also literally because this tower was owned by southern bell so mm. So I like that, but I'm thinking like I may oh, if I might crop it like right here to get this tree out because I don't think the tree the tree doesn't add to it. No, and I think it would throw the it would throw the the. This uh, is a shot where I might have gone vertical. Yeah, and I guess I could get it down to vertical constraints. Yeah, I might do that. Yeah, yeah, I might do that because it it would work otherwise. But that tree just is annoying well, shit out of me. the tree cropped, you might have like a square aspect ratio. I like squares too, though. Yeah, I, I'll play around with it a little bit in Dark Table and see what I like. I like Dark Table's crop a lot better than uh, Lightroom's, honestly. Yeah. Honestly, it is so funny because, like, you know, I was so gung ho about because I was I wanted to get the portfolio website. I was going to do that regardless. But the fact that it came with Lightroom, I was like, oh boy, Lightroom. But then I got into Lightroom and I was like, this is slow. This is sluggish. It's not actually that good. Because once you start, yeah. like Darktable isn't hard to learn per se. Uh, I mean, There's it's hard. a lot of depth to get. The it's most hard out to it. master, but yeah. it's 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 easy enough to learn to just to to do good enough. Right. But if you want to get the autism is there. But if you just want to get a good enough photo that people are going to like and, and enjoy, it's not that hard. And it's yeah. it, it runs a lot better. It's so much. Yeah. So I, I, I've taken the dark table pill. So, okay. um, but then, then. Well, it's good to have options. Yeah. I don't know who Eleanor Ritter Walker was, so. but she's got a plaque and I don't. So there's a lot. It says a lot about our society, actually, really. I feel like you could get a plaque. 
I feel like I could too. I like it's this one. Just, so I think I think this might be the oldest building in Laurel. I don't yeah. know that for a fact, but I think it is. It was built. It. I don't know if it was built in 1896, but it was operating as this specific church in 1896. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm, I don't know if it was a different church originally or if it's been the Episcopalian church the whole time. It is built in 1896. But this is a very old church. You can see like, oh, man, holy shit. When I zoom in, like details are crazy on this camera. Yeah. Wow. And, and like, it still looks pretty good, even though Discord's ruining the quality. Right. Like, it still looks pretty. But like, like, you can see like little details like these like portholes, like slit windows. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. And it's like, like the original metal work. And it, but it's all starting to rust. But it's just like really I can, impressive. I can tell the detail like yeah. uh, was zoomed in is good because the fact that the quality doesn't degrade when you zoom in, even though overall yeah. quality is degraded for me. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, like I can tell relatively speaking, it's still pretty good. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know hmm. what that is. I don't know what that is, but I don't really like it. Oh, cow. It does look like a cow. And then there's a lion over there. I don't know. Dude, Episcopalians are weird. I don't even know what they believe. Yeah. So. Yeah. They believe in piss. They believe in They have their, their little Episcopalian flag or whatever out front there. Is yeah. That, the, the wide it looks idea? a little a little bit like uh, the uh, British flag. Now, I don't know why. I can't tell you why. But this is my favorite picture of the day. Yeah. I don't know why. I can't tell you why. But there's just something about it. And I look at it and I go, this is a good picture. Capital G, capital P. I always like uh, signage and public works and uh, stickers and so on. Like, are all like, you know, it gives you a very distinct subject. And I don't know. Like, I, I, and then you get to do the shallow depth of field, which is yeah. fun. Yeah. I was trying to explain depth of field to my mom or and just like I was just I was like blown away that someone didn't just know what that was because she was well, like, mean, why? She's like, why is the black background all blurry? And I was like, is that a real question? I, I feel like a lot of people will know what it is when there's a blurry background, but like they won't know the term depth of field. Like they might just call it like, you know, blurred background or something like, you know, or, or uh, these days, Zoomers or Gen Alpha or whatever will probably start calling it like, oh, the portrait mode look, you know, because oh, that's, that's what they call it on phones when they do the digital blur. Mm -hmm. This video, when you posted, uh, yeah, the quality on the video was yeah, really nice. It is. It's really good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a very natural look out of camera, yeah. too. Like, yeah. And and to, to have not touched anything, it is a little bright over here on the window, but this is a very dark this this restaurant is very that, dark. That window is an example of of a feature within the space that should be bright and blown out, though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it makes sense. And like this is, yeah, this is good. And I shoot in um, I, well, not shoot, but I was recording, and I want to say I stepped it down because like I've been big on twenty four FPS. Like yeah, I pretty much do everything twenty four. Like six, 60 is okay, but I just don't. I don't really think there's a huge need for sixty most of the time. The, the main things for doing higher FPS is like if if you like like I explained with the action cam, if you have digital uh, stabilization happening, higher FPS can help the the data to provide the stabilization be a little bit smoother. But otherwise, sixty FPS like recording above twenty four FPS to me, I don't care for the look. I think the main value is you have some latitude for like slow motion if you want but like mm. i don't i don't do slow i don't motion. do that either. and so um, i'd rather i'd rather do low especially if it's gonna be a dark environment because lower fps means my shutter speed can be lower if you're trying to do the 180 degree shutter rule right um and it also means more of the bit rate is spread along fewer frames so your each individual frame is gonna have more going into it basically right 
Um, yeah, I, I got to, uh, I'm at eight bit four K twenty FPS, sixteen by nine. So that's what I. Twenty four. Sorry, twenty four. Oh, yeah, yeah. twenty. I was like, I mean, it's honestly twenty FPS still doesn't look that bad. I, no. I mean, it, you have to go down to like fifteen before it starts getting really jittery. Now I have some um, other pictures, but they did, they were just like little snapshots I'd taken, and I was wondering like, because like I went over to, uh, a th not a thrift store, but a like a, a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Thrifts? No, not thrift store. What's the word I'm looking for here? Pawn shop. Nah, it's like a junk flea market. Flea market. There we go. Thank you. I got over the flea market and I was like, every shot was like the shutter was go up to like two, three seconds. It's like, what the hell's going on here? I'd forgotten that after uh, the incidents that I was having having last time, yeah, I'd gone to full manual ISO. So everything oh, I'd shot well, all day. You, why are you using manual ISO? Uh, that we talked about it. It's just like I appreciate that granularity. Well, I, full manual is one thing, right? To control shutter. I just, I just, don't, I didn't find, I didn't, I just don't feel comfortable like manual eyes because that was the problem. Is in a lot of instances, like it was shooting my ISO up really high. But that's because you didn't have a minimum shutter, I think, for your auto ISO. No, I do. Well, Pretty okay, sure. and then then the times where it was like the, the times where you had those shots that were like really soft down aperture and then high ISO, that was user error because you had soft down. Here. Oh, maybe right. whatever i had in a manual iso and i was shooting at 100 iso all day which turned out fine for every for most everything uh but when i got into like real low light it was not great well yeah but that's but i was just, i wasn't really paying attention i was like man why is it why is the shutter like so slow it's like oh when i got home i was like oh yeah iso so oh uh, i just use auto iso myself but... i maybe i don't know We'll see. Well, so in full manual, you don't even need a minimum shutter because you're controlling the shutter yourself anyways. In aperture right. priority, I use a minimum shutter because I'm not controlling the shutter. But. Yeah, I might keep it on auto. Except when I'm shooting at night and then I'll. Well, no, I mean, if, if you keep if you keep it on, if you were an aperture priority with auto, auto ISO with a minimum shutter and the minimum shutter is the lowest your camera's IBIS can sustain without motion blur. Right. It would always be the correct ISO for your given target exposure, which you can of course adjust with exposure compensation. I could I could have sworn it was already. I don't know. I'll look into it. Well, just because at that point it's like okay, it's only boosting the ISO if you're at your target, your preferred aperture for depth of field, and you're at the minimum shutter that you can possibly sustain. Then the only option to get a properly exposed photo is to raise your ISO. Like it, right. it wouldn't ever unnecessarily do it. Hmm. I'll look into it. I've seen this picture of a uh, of goth AOC and it's, it's a problem on Twitter. I haven't seen that picture and I'm okay with that. You should probably see the picture. It's a pretty good picture. Not not an AOC guy. You would be if she's goth. No, she looks like a horse. Hmm. Yeah, I'll play with it. But anyway, that was uh, that was the picture I took today. Yeah. 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 Let's see. What do we have? Anything else on the schedule for the Those day? Look at free chat. Oh, uh, fish tank. Fish tank. Fish tank. Yeah. The There's not much to talk tank. about there though. 
It sucked. It was real bad. It was yeah. Overall, not it was a bad. great conclusion. I think like so the I I think having the final since it was the two guys last right. Um, right. The final boxing match itself, I didn't mind. I think it was like it became kind of like that uh like that Metal Gear Solid Four scene. You know, it's like the the you know the two worn down guys having that final kind of show off or whatever. And like it, it was it was good because they're both you know they're both kind of. One's ESL and one's retarded. It was, it was, they had a little bit of a bro moment. It was a little touching there, but at, on the other side, like they, they just progressed so quickly from, uh, yeah, Tay, you're off by. And then, mm-hmm. and then they had the boxing match and they're like, yeah, that's the end. Uh, well, like, well, yeah. So I mean, let's, let's put it back to a parallel of, uh, season one to season two. So yeah. the final three in season one were, of course, were Vince, Josie, and Letty. Vince's, like, that elimination was like, there was an arc to that. Where it was like, will will Vince like you know, will he actually like you know give up his like mo- not morals but like well yeah I guess morals. So well, like- the arc was really like there's a two part to it, right? For Vance, it was there was the the keep moving challenge that right. he like lost on like the the chance that he like slipped or whatever. Yeah. Um, which like that was for immunity from elimination, right. and they knew they they knew that he was kind of fucked there for the most part because they weren't really super willing to eliminate Letty because they thought that Vance versus Josie for the finale would be boring. Mm-hmm. Um, which it would have been like TJ right. versus Shinji. Right, exactly. So so Letty already had kind of implied immunity anyways, and then Josie got immunity from from winning that keep moving challenge. But then the challenge right after that was like the the one where they had to like basically like be as evil as possible or whatever it right. was like and vance was really bad at that <laughs> right and, and so like, and i think even even uh sam or somebody on the crew told him like you have to you have to like really go out on this one to like possibly have a chance because if you can't do that like I, like basically if you can't do that you can't do it in the finale you know right like, um and he, he couldn't do it good enough so he lost because of those two things because i think if josie had lost the immunity instead and she was eliminated it would have been fine with them I mean, the, the audience would prefer Josie because Josie sells are fucking ridiculous, but, um, but like they would have been fine with Josie or Vance against Letty as the finale, I think. Right. And it just, it's just that one slip kind of fucked him. Um, and you know, yeah, there's a little bit of drama to that, it's a little bit raw. Uh, whereas like, yeah, the, the whole kicking Tay thing, it just felt unearned, right? It's like, oh, right. like, yeah, we, we conspired to, like, make our bullshit made up points that never really mattered before suddenly matter a lot, and everybody conspired against you. And even though we all know you're, like, way more invested as a competitor, uh, I guess we just decided you don't get to make it to the finale. And well, and, and that's, that is the, like, that is the issue with the entire season, is they just gave up completely on the idea of it being a, a competition or a game show. Right. Like, that went out the window really early on and they just it, right. like it never well yeah that was that was the issue with the whole like oh everybody quit so now our like our narrative is fucked you shouldn't have had a fucking narrative honestly like it shouldn't have been so so tightly wound you know like i get that like you should have participant agnostic ideas for things you could do like bits you can do but the fact that you needed certain people to stay there to have the whole first half of the show be something like is fucking retarded because you don't know what's going to happen right you know like yeah, you don't know that the literally the star of your show is just going to decide to walk off because he realized he's better than you. Right. So. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I really hope they learn some of their lesson from this. Well, I mean, look, we'll see. Like, season well, listen, three, from, from what we're hearing on the inside, that ain't happening. Right. Well, season three is going to be a big sink or swim thing for them. Like, 
I don't doubt that they'll probably continue to make money off of the show. Oh yeah, they'll they'll, they'll, they'll definitely make money. But like my, if they can't learn and show that they've learned in season three, my interest level will drop. My interest level, like, because that was what I was talking about. Like, it's so wild because like last for season one, like when it was over, it was like devastating. It was like, oh man, and we were just like clamoring for more information. It's like, oh, when's right. when's when's season two? When's season two? I don't really care. Like if I when I find out when I find out when it is like I'm not going to tune into a bunch of streams or anything like I won't like if they do any like after streams with any of the the contestants or whatever, which I don't even think they're going to do. Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to tune in with bated breath and be like, oh, I think is there is there fish tank news, fish tank news. If I hear there's going to be a second season, like, cause I, I mean, I probably will. We'll hear it through the grapevine or I'll see it on Instagram or something like, OK, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, all right, yeah, I'll look forward to it. But like my my hype for fish tank is almost nearly dead and you're right to call it sink or swim oh that's a good shot look at that yeah, that's nice uh, that actually that exact framing almost would be yeah, nice that's really good the only, this, the only thing i don't love is the one tree that kind of well it, and here's the thing this that. this street view is from uh, uh 13 yeah. years ago so well, you could you could scout it and see if you're in the well area. Not, well, not really uh, yeah okay, yeah <laughs> silas alabama i don't even know where that is uh, it's in yeah. Alabama. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I don't, didn't know if you knew that, but oh, huh, okay. Well, that queers the pitch. Um, you, you never been to the uh, family? That fam- oh, uh, uh, the family diner in Coffeeville, Alabama. Oh, straight up the family diner. Ooh, Ooh. Ooh. yo, they got that fried scrimp. Looks good. Uh, that's uh, a decent looking salad too. I don't have the best coffee I've ever hey. had in my fucking life. Hey. I'm quite roll, roll, roll tide, baby. Roll tide. Uh, oh, ketchup on the hush puppies is a bowl. Yeah, although I kind of get it, especially if it's if it's like a place. Damn, they put green peppers on their salad. I've never seen that before. You've never seen green peppers on a salad. Uh, uh-uh. not uh. it, it maybe diced, but not in like strands. No, uh. that's wild. Uh, sorry, sorry. Hush puppies. Yeah, so some hush puppies are like too dry, and the moisture uh, of the. Um, ketchup could could work with I, I could i could see that um but fish tank yeah no it, like i i just don't care man oh yeah season three like they need to demonstrate growth in season three for it to be exciting again or else right. it's gonna be very like it's gonna be like i like season three if it's if it's if it's as bad or the same or, or sorry if it's if it's as bad or worse than season two um I might just watch like the the recaps, you right. know, right? Because that that AB guy or whatever has was doing a good job with the daily recaps. Like honestly, yeah. it helped a lot. Like if you missed a day, you could just kind of watch those. Um, well, but yeah, but the problem is like after the half way after the half, before the halfway point is like missing a day didn't mean anything. Well, yeah, that's true as well. But that's yeah. what I mean. Is like the ten minute recap could anything interesting that did happen could fit in there, and it, it's kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes it easy to actually do a 10 minute recap. Well, see, it was, it was really genius, happened. actually, by the Wiggers, if you think about it, right? Like, right. everyone's complaint in season one was like, oh, if I miss a day, right, <laughs> I'm way behind and yeah. I don't know what happened. So they just made nothing ever happen. So you never <laughs> missed anything. Genius. G- yeah. True. Hey, true Neptunian chemo. Yeah. Absolutely. Kind of charming. Oh, yeah, I might as well leave the screen up. Dude, this place this. goes hard. Yeah, dude, this goes real hard. This is this uh anything ever called a fish camp? If it's called a fish camp, it's gonna yeah. go hard. Um, because it always yo, this is just like Buddy's fish camp. 
uh or sorry boyette's fish camp up in uh, uh hickory mississippi not hickory um i'll look at it in a second uh it was called yeah it was called boyette's fish camp and it was just like that it was just like it, it literally looked like some someone's old like river house or river lodge and it just had a bunch of weird eclectic shit everywhere oh yeah chunky chunky mississippi that's it um but yeah it's like season three because you know everyone gave the show shit in season one because it's like oh it's just it's jet neptune's friend simulator but like it still had like odds and like it just, it just felt raw you know like, it felt it, it felt, felt raw and it also felt like it had like everyone had something to lose like things were truly at stake well because you got you got a very distinct sense that every single participant in season one was kind of a fucking loser you know right. like like in a way like they need like th at the start of the show the prize pool was only 10k and they were still competing for it right you know yeah and it, it got bumped up but like this season starts with 50k and like like 75 percent of the cast acts like they don't give a fuck well it's so funny because it, it, several times during the uh, finale sam was saying something about like oh giving greg the 50k yeah. and there was uh, it i honest to god believe i think he wanted i honestly think he wanted it because greg yeah. was the only interesting part of the show in the past like uh for the for the last Wait, week I, I, and a lot of people whatever. say like the reason why the ending felt abrupt is that like the staff was just like at wit's end with like yeah. also like not being like feeling it at all you know so. yeah i mean i i think we put a lot we're like we're putting a lot of the blame on the wiggers but i think a lot of it was just the cast was shit um no, i mean, or, no, I mean it's I, not even I, the cast was shit they the cast left in the opposite order they should have right, right? like tj and taylee should have been well not even taylee tj should have been one of the first people out trish should have been one of the first people out cole yeah. should have been there till the end summer should have been there till the end summer if she if summer had not gone into full-blown psychosis but had stayed like that letty level of crazy the whole time she would have been a brutal competitor i would have been probably repping her the whole time yeah if that was the case because yeah because i feel like she could have weaponized her crazy well she kind of is um she could have way that's yeah <laughs> actually kind of and you know uh against it in a way but yeah, if she had like been able to not be insane, but yeah. just insane enough, oh my god, this I mean we we're singing a different tune, you know? But Yeah, no, I mean it's it, like the the problems are all kind of like uh like each one's kind of interrelated to the other, right? Like the contestants suck and this because the staff sucked at casting them too, but then like the contestants sucking undermine the ability for them to do the bits they want. I don't even to do. think they like, sucked at casting them. It's just like I said, I think the the contestants that got the most attention were the ones that were essentially cannon fodder. Well, yeah, and I, I feel like that's actually kind of what happened with the ending too, is like because I think almost everybody I've talked to so far is like between the three of them, Taylor was the most compelling competitor. Yeah, she was the best. And but they they had decided a long time ago that TJ was gonna win. Right. Well, and and uh, it's it's like uh like Dumb Gay said on one of the spaces I listened in on with Jimmy or whatever. Like he was like, yeah, I I just think that like Haley was doomed because they didn't want another woman winner. You know, like right. And I also fair, think yeah. I also think they didn't like her because I think Sam's thing about like you know fourteen eighty eight cringe was was well, real. That and then like all but like and they they kind of were actively trying to sabotage her reputation with the fan base by like enabling the the soy tax like soy cringe uh kind of 
commentary that people had like because right. she was she was pretty popular up until that phrase got kind of instrumented and then that became the whole bit about her was like oh she's like she's too enthusiastic so it's like a soy right. moment it's like yeah but like i'd rather they be That's too the enthusiastic point. about than like Oh, I don't give a shit. Uh, I'm just not gonna compete. Uh, like, fuck off. Like, that's, I tell you, that's and I tell game. you what, if they want next season to be even have a chance of being a success, day one there has to be a rule that if you say production told me to, you're getting kicked. Right. Like that. That has. There was nothing more frustrating than Jet coming out to set up a bit and do some and do you you know we we do a little gaslighting. We do a little gaslighting. <laughs> And then the person would immediately go down the hall to the person who's supposed to gaslight and be like, production, production told me to go come gaslight you. God, yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. I mean, ideally, also, they just have more initiative of their own, so they don't right. need to be told to do stuff as often, you know? Right. Like, that would yeah, also that's be it. ideal. Um, yeah, no, it, like, it, it's just a lot of, it's like Death by a Thousand Cuts almost, because, like, no single issue with the season was necessarily fatal, I think, but, like, there was Cole so even. many... I mean, even then, I feel like if everything else was okay, I that they could have adapted to that. I mean, okay. I just, I just. But think consider that, this. What? Call one. Maybe I don't know. I like, he's kind of a loser quitter too, honestly. Call. So. Okay, okay, but get this. Call one. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I won by not watching. Probably. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. we'll see how it turns out. I mean, look, I'm working some angles here. Maybe before season three starts, we're already in as staff. You know, maybe, maybe. God, bro, I tell you what, like I, I, I I'm pretty narcissistic. I think we can all agree on that. I'm pretty yeah. narcissistic. Yeah. I, I live up to it most of the time. Not all the time, but a lot of the time. And then some of it's just kind of joking. But a lot of the time, I, I'm narcissistic, and I, I have a point. I'm, I'm good at a lot of things. I would stake my entire professional career that if if I was allowed to write for a fish tank, right? Yeah. It would be an unmitigated success. Right. Like there would there would be engagement. Because that is the problem. And like I said, you know, from people that we've talked to on the inside with production, right? More or less. Mm -hmm. They have said that like what you're seeing on the screen of them kind of fucking around and just not like coming out from the basement one day and be like, uh, today we're gonna, uh, drink like that's, yep. that's it. That that's you're seeing you're not, there's nothing. I think Chet likes to portray that. He's got some big plan behind the scenes and I'm not trying to say Jet's bad at his job. He's not, I mean, we're talking about it. Right. And right. while I didn't give money to it, there are a lot of like, it's still doing well. And I think they did the best with what they did had I, like, this is what i praise them for all the time is they're good at like, Im, like improv. improv with yeah. what they have but yeah. i think that the the top-down planning aspect they fall short on a lot right um, i i think they if they were and I, i'm sure like because here's the problem like when you tell someone who's doing something and it's it, it's it's in the black it's making money when you try and tell right. them like it could be better people have a hard time listening to that Right, because right. it's like it's like oh, it's good, it's successful. Why would I care, right? But I mean, you know how you and I are. Right. It's never good enough, right? Like there's mm -hmm. always something to be improved upon. Like even if even when we have done successful things within you know Wideverse, we've yeah. always gone like our our thing is always like okay, now what? How do we parlay off of this, right? 
Like I'm not, I'm not content just being successful. I want it to be the best. So if you, I just, if, if fish tank had like a cohesive plot line, right. I just think it would be just an unbelievable success, but and again, a lot of that was, you know, contestants leaving. And I, I've said, and I honestly believe, I think the whole season was written around Cole, more or less. Sure. Because um, there was, you know, there was a lot of... Contra- I feel like it might be bold to even claim it was very much written at all. It was. It was. It was. Because, I mean, yeah. things things that we know that have gone, were going on behind the scenes, like with stuff that didn't happen, didn't have time to happen because of time constraints and stuff, they were already planning stuff, Right ahead of time so like things that came on later like the uh i mean i won't i won't really say it but like the original purpose of the attic right right that was that would have been i think they went with the initiative thing afterwards is kind of like a a spinoff of that but what that was supposed to have been this season so if the first season was kind of like a play on like at the end was like willy wonka i think this season was supposed to like end in like a uh true detective style thing right yeah and none of that happened because you know the people that were supposed to have been there weren't and you had to because like tj sucks i don't like tj tj is not interesting everyone's like oh yeah it's such a good arc it's such a good arc till the day he won right he yeah. still had to every action that he took took 10 minutes of prompting by either tts or staff yeah i agree like i mean he was okay when you have really limited options but he was not like he was not like a top of the line competitor in any cole would have been way more interesting unfortunately cole figured out really early that he didn't need to put up with the shit and went home and you can call him a quitter if you want but well i just i think it's a little gate of willingly like enter a show like that knowing what it's about if you're already a fan and then like not Playing along, you know, like like thinking you're too good. For yeah, it when you, you but the thing yourself. is, he he came to that conclusion after the Sam boxing thing, and it wasn't so much that he was too good for it. He he just kept saying he was like, "This isn't. They're just gonna rehash season one. That's all we're doing here." And then that's why they I allegedly got mad at him. And then of course they followed that up and proved him wrong by bringing Chip back, um, for right. the most forgettable segment of the entire show. Uh, there's some there's some hot competition there. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, man. There, there, let's see, Chip, CK, um, CK's thing at least lasted a while. Meg, Chip yeah, was there for like an hour, and then never came back ever again. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was. I think Chip coming back would have been a lot funnier if he was a completely different character. <laughs> you yeah, know? like well, like, Chip would have been really funny if he came back, right? And he was still Chip. Right. Yeah. But he was playing the uh, Camino's character instead. And he was like, he, yeah. he, he was trying to give everyone advice. And he was like, man, I used to be homeless. I was a drug addict. I got my life together and then starts giving people like really shitty financial advice. I think it'd be really funny, too, if like his exit from the show was like the fish were so terrible, they caused him to relapse. or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. See, that's yeah. good. But that's a pre-planned bit. And we can't right. have those. So, yeah. Mm, what a shame i mean it, it was entertaining it was good enough they did almost kill shinji yeah i did think it was odd in all at least so afterwards like everybody like they all went out to eat and like they went to a bar or something and they were everyone was there except shinji except shinji died and yeah, that was odd 
Well, he he had had like a hundred degree fever or some shit. Oh, okay. Apparently, he had been sick for like over a week before the end of the show. Oh, okay. Which is why I think that also might explain why during Swamp Olympics he often kind of seemed low energy. Uh, He might have actually just been sick, but oh, okay. Well, in that case, then helps a little bit, but like in that case, in that case, then I really understand why they were just like, "Fuck it, let's end this." Yeah, and you know, I like I like Shinji overall. I never I never wanted him to be. The finalist is because of the ESL stuff, really. Yeah, that was really like, rough. But uh, he was good though. But yeah, the yeah, the no. ESL the ESL stuff was really really bad. Mm-hmm. Here's the next season, uh, I guess. Yeah, no, we'll see. And hey, you know, hey, maybe may, maybe we maybe our tendrils influence it in some way or another if that'd be nice wouldn't cards it right i mean look we have a couple ins we have a couple i mean ends. so you say but we'll we'll see what happens we'll see what happens. we'll see we'll see we'll see what happens we'll see what happens big big tendril guy <laughs> big tendril guy all right what, what else we got i think that i think that was it for the plan stuff the plan bit the planned just the plan well, two more weeks. Yeah. Hey, hey, they did have that. Like, I don't know if it was fake or not, but that date on the wall <laughs> at the end of the sh- or that's posted on FTL. At the it end was of the show. it was fake. It was yeah, fake. I think it was fake. But that would be that. But again, that would be great. But right, planning. Ahead. I mean, I mean, you know, our cope throughout the early season was actually like the whole like, what if just straight up like they do just reboot the show because right. they because the beginning was fucked like. If they if they had the ability to pull that out, it would have still been like an impressive move, and they didn't. Right. Well, uh, here's the thing. So they were like they were contacting a lot of people like through the show. People were on FTL saying it's like, oh, you know, I was I was in contact with them. And it's like, I, I I don't know. Was it just an issue of like people just didn't even want to come on? Like, I, I don't know. I think I think for it to really truly be a success, next season has to be all actors from like Craigslist. No more fans. I know, I know. Sam loves fucking with fans, right. but no more fans. Well, uh, and I don't know if if it's true or not, but like Alex Stein did claim that uh, what he had heard was next season they might want to try to get like all like like influencers or some shit. You know, which, which, I think it could be kind of funny because I think yeah, a lot of them have an ego that could be kind of. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and, and they tend to li- like, especially if they're more on the locale side of being an influencer. Like, yeah, but you'd have to get like really desperate ones because other uh, some influencers, like if they're like actually successful ones, they just they could just leave and not care. That's true. Yeah, I mean, it does help to have. I mean, it's the same reason that like the, the freeloaders are also better when they're like washed up content creators because yeah. what the like. They need the show to kind of try and. Well, I, I think attention. the amateur actor thing works well because that's what Dumbgate was. He yeah. was just he was just a random true. actor. Like he's, and, and the he wasn't even seem... in on the bit very much either. Like we yeah. thought he was at first because he was like associated with Alex Stein, but he wasn't like like heavily. Like he was just they were just like friends. They weren't like he's he's not like yeah. in on the joke or anything. It was like a plant, right? Like he wasn't, he wasn't like... a plant. No, he he was a legitimate dude. I think he was playing a little bit of a character, but. He was still. That's just who he is. Yeah, I and think that's as the what show goes on, it's so interesting. You, you notice more and more who's really like in on it and who isn't. Like when Frank appears, he's always in on it, right? Like he's yeah. Frank Frank is Frank has been a long time contact with Sam Hyde and like is Frank pretty, was a lot better this season, by the way. Yeah, his bits were definitely more interesting. Yeah. Um, he, I guess he almost had to be though. With yeah. The fucking state of the fish, but my God, um, like the the last. 
Were Dumke and Greg there at the same time at any point? I think so. When they, when all they were there together, that was the best. And there was literally a point there where like nobody even knew what the fish were doing because no one was watching them. Everyone was just watching yeah. Greg or Dumgay. I actually don't really know why some of the freeloaders were told to leave prematurely. Like they should have just had them all there to the end. Fuck it at that point. I, well, like, like well, uh, Augustus was that his name? Uh, Octavius. Octavius. There we go. It's something Roman. Okay, um, yeah. They. He was only there to mog Brian. No, I know and, that. I mean, like Dumgay though. Like he was kicked kind of weird. Like weirdly in the last week, it's like why don't you just I, run back? I don't know. Stretch, I don't you know. know. Like, I don't he, know. Like he had grown on everybody. The staff liked him apparently, and the fans were starting to warm on him. It's like Dumgay was Dumgay was the best. In fact, I'm going to pull up my uh, my tier listing. It's a definitive. It's a definitive tier listing, by the way. You can't argue with it. Yeah. Keep keep talking. I just I got to find it. Yeah. Uh. So Dumgay left prematurely. I mean, I knew like yeah, I knew Octavius was there for given purpose and like alex stein obviously is always a short-term thing yeah. um yeah he's, he's got to go back and do his actual show so yeah i like alex stein i think he's pretty funny he's a funny guy and like especially in context of fish tank he's pretty pretty All good right. like i, I wouldn't here really want here, here is the definitive beefy tier ranking right now i think i think this is everyone um yeah, this is mostly everyone. I, I think some of like the NPCs at the end aren't on here, but that doesn't whatever. Uh yeah. this this is this is this is the definitive, right? Mm -hmm. So screenshot that if you want. I also thought bringing back Brian seemed pretty pointless. I didn't really do well, anything after he came it's back. Well, it's I mean, it, I mean, as you probably saw the post, but the point was like he was the only one that could be brought back. Right, that's fair. Like you're not, you can't you can't bring back Cole, right? You can't bring back uh, Summer. Can't bring so. back Jimmy. Can't bring back Summer. You could bring back Meg, but nobody cares. Um, well, who who else? You can't bring back JC. She doesn't give a shit. Yeah, that's true. So literally only Brian. That's fair, I guess. Actually, actually, almost is like another kind of subtle dunk on Brian that he's like he's like the only one yeah. who's free to do. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that that made it kind of funny. What I tell you, what was funny looking at this tier list though, one of the funniest bits actually was like that random night that they just brought uh, Alex and not Alex Stein, the other Alex. They brought Alex yeah. in and they did the dating show, like just out yeah. of nowhere. That was funny. That was funny. Mm hmm. And, and and I think that was the best part. Like, if you're gonna do something just off, if you can do something like off the cuff that you haven't really planned for, bring in someone to do it and make it funny, right? Because that and that actually spawned one of the uh, crowd favorite, Blicky. Everyone loved her for obvious reasons. So, right. I actually missed a lot of the dating show thing. I was out eating that night, and I got mm -hmm. back like in the middle of it. I was like, "What the hell is going on here?" So. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty good. It was pretty it was a pretty okay season. After the first two weeks though, man, I thought I thought we were I thought we had it. Oh yeah. actually I'm looking at it now like uh Greg goes up to S. Sorry, this is a little old. I think this is from the nineteenth, so that, that last week that he was there really sold it, so Yeah. Greg goes up to S. I think one of the things is like it's not that there was like necessarily a lack of things that did happen this season. Like there was some still some entertaining bits. It's just, it's like I think 
part of it is also it just it needed to improve more upon season one than it right. did. You know, like 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 some parts were still improved, but but the problem was it improved in areas that it didn't really need to improve in, but it regressed right. in the places that it should have improved yeah, much fa- more. That's fair to say. Like I, I think there actually in many cases there were more kind of active things going on, but the problem is that like in season one, just how the fish were at base, like they're they're like they're like base power level when they weren't doing anything was still higher than a lot of the fish this season. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and the problem was that, like, when there was nothing... A lot of times you had to artificially create conflict. Yeah. And when there wasn't an artificial... Everybody just went back to being, like, friends. Yeah, because last season, like, as it progressed, it was, like, every hour of every day, the house was, like, the fucking trenches, you know? like Yeah, it, like, I mean, there was, was people like... that just, like, really didn't like each other. Like, legitimately right. didn't like each other. When John... While John was there, like, there was always conflict. Even after when John was gone, there was conflicts between uh, Letty and Sylvia. Uh, right. Daniel had a lot of beef with people. When Frank came in, there was a lot of beef between him and Sylvia and those stuff. Chris obviously came in, and because, like, they weren't... Because they weren't fans of the show or well there wasn't a show to be fans of they were you know the first ones like they didn't really know the chris gimmick well, i guess no one really did because i mean i'd never watched aerosol fatty before that so i didn't know what it was so like yeah he's extremely gross um so i mean you could get like you didn't know what he was gonna do and again like this every everything you can mention about it always comes back down to casting right if you had had, if your cast hadn't dropped off, it would have been a good show. Your cast dropped off because most of them were fans and they were privy to the gimmick, or they just legitimately went insane. Right. You, I just, man, I'm telling you, it had next season has to be like shitty, like like do like a Tim and Eric show thing, right? Like get people off of like Craigslist who are like aspiring actors. Like Dumb Gay, but not in like not as not as in on it. Like Dumb Gay wasn't in on it, but he at least knew he knew the bit at least because he'd yeah. been with uh, Alex Stein. He knew the bit. Like some stuff came at him, but he always like went with it. Like the putting him in the cage thing that was funny. He just kind of went with it because he knew yeah, it would be I, funny. I guess, I guess an actor who's not already successful has the interest of like needing to roll with the punches because yeah. it serves as basically like a portfolio piece. If but they, like when I'm talking about like, you, you remember like the people in like Tim and Eric show that they would get like the really like shitty amateur actors. A lot of them, you could tell that they like thought they were hot shit. They thought they, they were supposed to be big actors. Well, it's actually funny because even MDE, like a lot of their old skits, like both, both, pre-world piece but even on world piece a lot of the extra oh, yeah. actors they had were people they brought on and they didn't really tell what the show was about oh like and um like, the dad baseball uh skit 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 uh oh it's the one where the like the baseball coach is a pedo <laughs> yeah uh yeah i think so but it's it's the one yeah it's it's yeah 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 that one or like or like they're accusing him of it yeah um, yeah, yeah yeah and then, and the, then the, the 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 cutout part or the whatever at the end where have you seen that one uh where it's it's sam and the funniest part of it sam's dad is black for some reason I, that always I that always I made me i don't laugh. know if i know that one actually but um, like uh i don't know i'll, I'll send it to you, you later. Know, they, have, they have one sketch they did pre-world piece that was i think the title is just moms and it was like basically they like the mde guys were all pretending to be like teenage boys or something right talking to like their moms and it was just like random actresses they hired and I think the moms were told to like play the bit straight, but like right. they kept like making really transgressive jokes in the middle of it. Right. That's and, like, that's yeah. That's what this this was too. The baseball thing. Yeah. And um, 
yeah and, and one of the actors like started getting like angry and like tried to bow up to uh not charles the other one that's not sam yeah nick he tried <laughs> uh, to like yeah, bow I, up I, to I might i might not have seen that one but yeah okay um, I'll, I'll find it in it's really yeah. funny because yeah, yeah. One, of the, one of the actors like they're clearly not in on it and he like i i think he i don't know if he's trying to like improv act or if he's like legitimately angry but he like goes over there and he said i see i see some young men that need to get their ass kicked or something and then nick was just nick was running his ass down it was very funny so yeah um in in world peace there was there was also the uh the wall bit where it's like it was it's like it, within the show is like a pretend pretend like game show where like women select like i don't know it, it, it's hard to explain but like the whole thing was like one of the actresses like what one was like a black woman one was this white woman and one was charles and like dressed up in drag um, jesus and and then it was like sam and nick as like the host and the whole bit became about just like dragging one one of the actresses for calling herself a princess or whatever right like it like that i put i put it in chat that the clip okay yeah so this was this is from world peace oh okay it looks like uh i think what made the final edit didn't include all of this oh okay 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 so that's what it was yeah, because in the World Peace version of this, it's like they're just out in the field and it's like Sam and Nick or something talking about calling the, the coach guy a pedophile or something, right. like saying that he was like trying to get a look at like Sam's ass or something. For reference, I have never seen World Peace, so. It's pretty good, but yeah. Yeah, um, I haven't downloaded it. I should watch it because it uh, from every clip I've seen of it, it is very funny. So no, I mean, it, it was probably the funniest thing on Adult Swim until it got discontinued. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like, um yeah uh let's say but like that's a very yeah it's a very recurring bit like across their things i mean all it's always like even when they pay actors it's like they don't necessarily tell them the full story and then but then like you know the actors still for, while the cameras rolling try to play along with them just like dunking on the actor or whatever and mm -hmm. it's like it becomes its own layer of comedy on top of whatever the jokes are um i think and like you don't it doesn't even have to be all act because something they were spitballing on the show was like it would be funny to have like way more people the first week and then just do like rapid fire eliminations. You could just have a bunch of like a bunch of fans, right? And then a bunch of yeah. actors, right? And then just eliminate like half of them and get it down to like 10 after the first week or something. And it would still work. Yeah. And you could even do like the whole, the, the retarded thing that they did this season was the, the fan versus normie thing. Mm -hmm. It should have been half and half fans and normies and the right. fans should have known they were in on it. Right. But the normies did it. Yeah, that would have yeah, been that would have that would have been a catalyst for some like subterfuge. That would have been funny. In fact, what would have even been funnier is tell the fans the that they're like it's like oh you're like the way we're doing it this season right is like you're half contestant half freeloader. So like you're in on the joke, right? We're helping to, uh, you know, we're going to help you. You're going to get information. You know, we're going to go easier on you because everyone else, they're just actors that we're paying. They have no idea. They're not yeah. in on it at all. They think this is a real reality show. Then yeah. tell the actors saying the other people, they're like they're fans of this show. They've seen it before. They're here because they're like our dick writers. So we want right. you to go hard on them and eliminate them as right. soon as possible. It's actually you know that reminds me of the because dyna the dynamic in season one for for many parts they actually had like a more distinct like fish versus freeloaders arc you know yeah. where they go back and forth and they go to the fishing like hey fuck these freeloaders they don't belong here or go to, or they go to the freeloaders and like yeah these fish you gotta eliminate yeah you know, like they'd like yeah. play them against each other yeah remember when they had. Um, Remember when they had Lance just throw in all of uh, 
Josie shit down the stairs into the right. basement. That yeah. was funny. That was good. Yeah, the freeloaders like dumb gay was uh, a catalyst for a lot of stuff, at least like mm -hmm. he, he had a good bit because he was like he would shit on people a lot and it was funny. So there was a lot of conflict that came from dumb gay shitting on people. Especially it's one of the things like, that people praise about uh about Abby or whatever is that like her, oh yeah her arc like yeah. she, she she did what she was supposed to her thing was as a freeloader she goes she goes on the tank she needs to stay and take out one fish with her you know and yeah. she did so that well that should be what every freeloader is there for to take out a fish or to make life as hard as possible for them and right. if you remember that's what they that's what it was last season with Lance remember they were like if you if you screw with you know Letty or you screw with Josie I'll bring you whatever you want you know booze you want takeout I'll bring you whatever you want just keep screwing with them right. and that was that was supposed to have been the joke is like that he would screw with Josie or whatever and throw her shit and then just come out and eat like Chick-fil-A in front of her yeah so but there was none of that this season again caused the cast suck and if you yeah. if you'd done that to TJ, he would just rock back and forth with his little arms and go, um, okay. Yeah. I can't stand TJ. I, I definitely think that uh like doing it with act actors versus fans or whatever, something like that, it would definitely be, be like the dynamic. same the same dynamic, but earlier in the game, you know? Right. And then you can whittle it down and then you introduce the freeloaders with the remainder, right? Like Right. Um, I guess the the only the only problem is there the like what ha what would happen if like you got to all actors or all fans? Mm. I guess you'd have oh, to. Well, that's, you'd well, have I mean, to that's where you just have to adapt. I mean, you would, yeah. Like, well, not even not even adapt. Just have that plan ahead of time. Be like, right. all right, here's like, because that's what a good writer would do for like a show like that, right? Because I've I've never I've never worked on a television show. Period. Um, right. But, but you have, yeah, you have like a different plans for different outcomes. But or yeah, whatever. but you know, and I've certainly never worked on a reality show, but I mean, I know how I've, I've heard and seen how it works is that you have just essentially like a set of writing for each thing. And maybe it's just, a, it's just an outline. And yeah, you do kind of have to start working kind of behind the curve for a little bit. But once you see who's, who's left and who's there, then you can just, the problem is like, like I said, like we've heard from people, you know, inside with production, it's like they just don't do that. They just and it's because well, everyone, no, yeah. one, no one's there's no cohesive thing. Everyone just like wakes up and they're like, what are we doing today, guys? Right. So so what they need is they need like at least two like executive producers who have the narrative like in their heads and they right. collaborate like on opposite hours. So there's always somebody there who right. has the idea of how the show's supposed to go in their mind. Right. And they can tell like the, the like the Vances and the Josies or whatever what to do. Right. Um and then I it needs to be the case that the people handling logistics and the people handling TTS and like web stuff and everything are not involved with the creative side. Like it needs to be like they're not right. exhausted by that so they can focus right. on doing good bits. You right. know? Yeah. Uh, the, they have, their staff is just probably just too small still and they don't have enough like pipe you, hitters and then in you, the staff. you need like you need two dedicated writers a narrative yeah. writer and then like a competition writer well yeah and that's exactly what i'm thinking because like i, I mean because a lot of the stuff that you've talked about it's like you, you would want to write narratives right like oh yeah be, and like that's kind of in my commentary on the season is like there needs to be somebody who's also very intentionally steering the the contest design, right? Yeah. Like how how it actually works, the, like the themes, like, everything. Yeah. Well, well, my big thing is like incentives to actually participate, incentives to not quit, right? right. Like those are big things that they need to have. And uh, like so, if, if the outcome, for example, was all fans are all freeloaders in the scenario we proposed before, it needs to be. There's the fallback of well, you're still competing for a big prize pool, and 
to get that prize pool, you still need to participate in our challenges. Which well, we you could even you could even have it to be like to to push them towards that because you 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 want something to be like if you have two outcomes, you kind of want them to be one to favor the other, so you know kind of where it's going to go. You could even say like, all right, here's the thing: if by the halfway point or a certain you know, some arbitrary date, saying you know team fan has eliminated all of team actor the prize pot mm -hmm. jumps up to 75,000 or something. I, and maybe not even that high, but just something like an incentive to like stay that your actions, that what you're doing, your competitions, even have like a team points thing. I liked what uh, someone posted is like, do like a, a, a Harry Potter theme season with like houses and stuff. Maybe not that intense, yeah, but that, like that whole bit was funny. That was yeah. really good. But have like teams and team points matter. And like, that's the whole thing. It's like, the, you're right. Because there was no, like there was, everyone was just doing their own thing. Like points never mattered. It was just, it was just something they dreamed up at the last minute just right. to push right. that day forward. I, I, th I think, I think a lot of the stuff of like, oh, there's arbitrary points that we just make up and abandon. Like that worked better in season one where the fish can direct their own content. Right. In, in this season, you need actual systems that have functions because you need like carrots and sticks to motivate fish who otherwise won't. But do I anything. think there still needs to be like a game to it. It still needs to be a game. Like I, I know it, it is the it's funniest and it's most interesting when it is kind of just them doing things right. and them creating their own content, but they still need something to play off of. Like like uh right. like Vance. Core of the Vance for example, yeah. Vance's best bit was his schizo bit. He had to do the schizo bit because that was a challenge. Yeah, he doesn't uh, get to do that. Is, the, the the there was just it's crazy to me that they didn't have a very strong stable of challenges prepared like for all hours basically whenever they needed something to happen like it's right. crazy to me that they didn't have like i would just have a fucking giant document of like just challenge ideas and you know general ones that like can be applied to any situation or any group of contestants too right. you know like just to always have something to kind of fill the air and like drive new you know because you never know like you can't ever tell what you might learn about the fish for example when they're put in a specific situation right and like that what comes out when they're put in a particular dilemma or whatever right. in a challenge can become like a character defining thing for them later on that you would have never known if you didn't have them doing that thing, you know? So, right. And, and what you like the competitions and the challenges, it needs to be like tiered. There needs to be like the ongoing challenge of the show itself. And then like, in my example with the teams, there needs to be the team dynamic, but then there needs to be like the, like the weekly challenge. Right. Right. But then yeah, there like, needs like to be the ongoing, yeah, like an ongoing daily long term challenge. Yeah. Like, yeah, different time scales of challenges. And like I'm fine with there being times where there isn't an active challenge yeah. for them to rest, but it needs to be less common than it was. Right. Because like every day was rest day this season. Right, 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 right. Or or as they would say, to reset the vibes, which whatever the hell that right. means. It, it needs to be like they went through hell for like a week and now there's like a day or two where they get to relax and you know, you can do the friend tank shit for a day and let right. them all talk like you get you get the, the, the organic like they get to decompress and talk about their experiences with each other. And you can right. coddle them for a little bit, but like it needs, there needs to be like a, a cadence to it. It can't just right. be like every day, just like 20 hours of nothing. And then a couple hours of maybe like we're right. doing active bits that might not even be challenges. It's just like, right. Oh, uh, today we're going to have Chris fucking, I don't know, like pick his ass and make people spell it. Like that's the bit today. Like that's, yeah. I mean, that's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like that's, that's, yeah. that's like the level of a lot of the bits they did. This no, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. And it was just because yeah. it was something that they woke up and they were like, what are we, what are we doing today? I don't know. And like they were talking about, like Greg came up with a great idea, which yeah. was um, make them like come up with TikTok dances. 
mm-hmm. which was really <laughs> funny because it's just so stupid. And Ben was like, oh, do you want to run that? And Greg was like, what the hell does that mean? He's like, oh, that's what we call like when someone comes with an idea and we say, oh, you go run that. It's like, that is not the way to run a fucking show. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like they the way they improv stuff needs to be what they do when they're within the, the public space of the, or right. like the open space of the tank or that like shouldn't be that should be with, how it's run behind the scenes. Yeah, like with Ben, like the thing where they would just, you know, come up and screw with Nifty. That was really good. That was a good improv bit. Right. Right. But it didn't yeah. it didn't necessarily add anything to the show other than just being funny. That's fine. Right. That's fine. No, it, yeah, it's it, like I like that about the show. It's just that that was like that, like. My kind of criticism was always there was too much, uh, like scripted slash meta slash like gaslight slash whatever. Like just like the improv stuff is funny, and all that stuff can be funny, but it needs to be in limited amounts. Like it wears out. Right. Welcome if that's the entire show, and mm-hmm. it was kind of the entire show. Mm-hmm. So, <sighs> yeah. They'll get it. They'll get it. Again. I believe. Hey, yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the only look, the only reason we're so critical about it is because we like it. We like. Well, yeah. we like the idea. You know. Yeah. We, I mean, I've said this. I've said be. this a lot to like p- even people I know. I'm only hard on you because I care. Pe- people think that when I mean someone and I criticize them, it's because I don't like them. The opposite. I don't try and fix people I don't like. Why would I do that? That's stupid. But if if it's someone I like, I'm like, hell yeah, man. Let's here's here I can, here's how I can help you get it together. Now, you may be thinking, Taylor, you don't even have it together. How could you help other people get it together? Which I would say, shut the fuck up. So right. I've got it, I've yeah. got it together. And and that, but that's what I'm saying to Fish Tank. To fix right. your show, hire me. I'm a professional writer. Yeah. I don't, I don't have anything published. No. But I'm a professional, so... And, and and to be fair, that's more than you got right now. So, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, it is funny that uh, that other group I've been talking to has very similar stories to our inside guy about what the crew's like. So, yeah. Oh, I I don't. At first, I thought our outside guy was like kind of doing a bit, and he was like downselling every downplaying everything. It was like, oh yeah, these guys are stupid. And then like once it really got rolling, he was like, ha, ah. But no, he was just telling the truth all the time. Yeah. It just it's that rough. Oh. I kept wanting him to be wrong and he never was wrong. Mm-hmm. I did like when he said it's like I hate being the guy that's telling you wrestling is fake, but right. Yeah. <sighs> is that a 4.9 at that place? Yeah, it is a 4.9 out of 45 reviews. That's not bad. Uh, I didn't even like what was the food? I didn't even catch it. It's just a, it's like a bar. I don't even. See, uh, I don't think I even saw any food. Ah, uh, that's lame. Look, if you're not gonna have food, that's lame. Well, no, there's food. It just. I want to see the food. Where's the food? I don't know. Maybe it's their Where's menu. The food. Where's the beef? Oh, they got a Facebook. Hmm. Hmm. I'm still not seeing. Uh, I'm still not seeing any food. So. Cash out voucher. Also, this is in. This is in Illinois. So. Yeah, yeah. How do you get up to Illinois? <laughs> I don't know, man. I just Cash out voucher sounds like there's some sort of gambling going on. Yeah. I'm it's just little, listen. Like I'm going where the hey. There. I'm going where the spirit Are you leads me. the barges. Ooh, look at hello! Look at this bridge. That's it's cool. Very, very fresh paint, I think. Yeah. Well, if you if you looked in the satellite imagery, it's like it was being built. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think they actually just finished it about a year ago. So, oh. yeah, here's a picture from November 
or a video from November 2022. So, uh, yeah, and it wasn't even finished yet. So, there. yeah. So I want I want to be the guy whose job it is to like be paid to film bridges with a drone. That'd be fun. Well, I mean, that can be a thing. Yeah. I mean, that's. Do you know how he got that job? Because mm. he went into business doing that. Also, shout out, his name's Vic Patel, so he might have had a little bit of a head start, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Does he go through it? Ah, he didn't That's go through it. Come on. Gap. He could easily Come go on. through that. That's easily... an easy one. Bro, God. Ah, fucking India. Yeah. Was that Patica Drone? What does that even mean? Must be their business. Probably his brand. Oh, true. Well, let's look it up. Attica drone. H of it. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Uh, Jesus, he does. He does like that gay, like Jeez. Facebook engagement yeah, shit. Like, like fake, yeah, fake motivational yeah. bullshit. Well, you got a website there. Here's an Instagram, which I don't think I can actually see because I'm not. Yeah, I just got a bunch of fake. I guess it's a website. Maybe. <laughs> it's not Galveston or something. What is it? It's like a strip of land. I don't know. Well, no, in his uh, in his Instagram, there was like a. He has, he has an autism wearing picture, uh huh? An an autistic Pajit with a drone. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, drone and autism probably overlaps pretty heavily. I think yeah, probably. So. Yeah. I think Not there's a lot. No. I joke about being. I don't think I'm autistic. No, I don't think so either. I think I'm I'm like much closer to being like if, if if there was any specific illness you were to assign to me, I like I'm probably a lot closer OCD. to being like obsessive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Obsessive compulsive. I think oh, yeah. it's definitely the nature of my neuroticism. Mm -hmm. I'm just I'm just uh, I'm just a high functioning sociopath with narcissistic tendencies. Yeah. Which is a really which is a really long way of saying based. Yeah. Oh, I this think is Tony, creepy. Tony's problem if we're diagnosing everybody here is that he's Italian. Mm. Oh, Man, this is this is a little no spooky. Fix in that one. <laughs> this yeah. is clavo, dude. Yeah, it's like, like you're descending. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a boat. Yeah, it's a boat launch, but it's kind of a creepy oh, boat yeah. launch because of how because of how green the water is. It almost looks like you're just going down to like a meadow or something. Yeah. Well, it's the Ohio River. Ohio. The yeah. Dog Island. Huh? Ohio. 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 It's fucked up. There's Ohio. no actual island for the Dog Island. Damn. Yeah, that is fucked up. Maybe this is dog. Maybe it's just like off center. Maybe like that's Dog Island. I tell you what, when we I go there, dogs. when we go there, it'll be it's because it will be when we're there. Ah, gotcha. Would you go to Ohio, Tony? Me? Yeah. I don't know. I'm allowed in Ohio. No, yeah, that's a good point. I would have thought you've already been to Ohio. No, not since the incident. I. Why would I go to the Midwest? I don't know, dude. You've been like you've been like a surprising number of places, so I just thought maybe. You know, like the Midwest isn't really a destination. Bro, are you telling me the Cleve is not a destination of all destinations? Yes, I am. Uh, wow. you, you didn't have a family road trip there to enjoy uh, Cincinnati chili? No. It's called Skyline Island Chili? Chili? No. Yeah, it's oh, called Cincinnati Skyline Chili. Chili's a style, but. Well, I don't think Skyline's it is, but okay. Brand. Everyone calls it Skyline. No one calls it Cincinnati. Well, because Skyline's the brand that popularized Cincinnati style. It doesn't really. matter. Just just like fucking I don't know, Crest is the brand that popularized toothpaste. Are they though? That wasn't a good yeah. example. Uh, no, that wasn't. 
smoke on the Ohio. It's decent. Name. What? I, I, it's been a while since I've done it, but I my newest Woof. tube of toothpaste. Oh, uh, yeah, the newest tube of toothpaste is uh, cinnamon flavored, and it's so much nicer than the mint flavored uh, toothpaste. So much more pleasant. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, get this though. Oh, Wait. I'm not finishing that. Really? Oh, like just like a I, I physically can't. All right, all right. We'll try it with Devin. Devin. That, oh, that is a fairy. I don't know how that goes. They just go O H. Like, well, oh my god. Or do they go I O after? Yeah, there you go. Okay. All right. We'll try okay. it again. We'll try it again. Okay. okay. <clears> o <throat> H. I O. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's close enough. How do you guys feel about fairies? Like the, uh, the boat. I, for, I, for for a river crossing like this, it seems kind of weirdly unnecessary. Yeah. Like I, I think they're cool in like Maine and stuff. I think it's cool. Like the ferries that they do in like Japan to get between the mini islands are. Oh cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but those are like long enough journeys that you need a ferry. Yeah, like, yeah. It's cool when that happens. Yeah, yeah. The, the town, Shawty Town. What did that say? Shawty Town. Shawty. <laughs> you ever been to Shawty Town? No, it's I, I like Shawnee. how isolated it looks. Like it's like yeah. a lot of towns have you know a, a more blurred. Oh, and there's old Shawnee Town. See, that's that's a fun dynamic, right? Yeah. When you have a smaller area. Uh huh. You think the old nearby, one hates the new one? They resent it for yeah, replacing definitely. It? Ooh, hello. Okay. Nice bank. All right. There's a story here. All right. There. Ha look at this. There's a story here, and I really want to know what it is. I gotta look this, this is, up. This is the kind of like rural Americana, like documentarian work that we need to be doing. You know, we need to be right. telling the story of the. I believe it's Shawnee Town. Was it not? No, it's town. that's in Kansas. What you're looking at right now. Oh, isn't fuck. What says? I don't know. Maybe I can't read on your blurry map, but yeah, no, it's look up here, Sh uh, Shawnee, Shawnee Town, town. Ohio. Okay. Ohio. Oh, there's a lower, a lower one. Man, they got a lot of designations for Shawnee Town. Well, this no, this is Wait, in Kentucky as well. Kentucky? I don't know. What? What? What about the? Here's here's just Shawnee, but the the one that we're looking at is an old Shawnee. Yeah. I said, I want to know the history. Why is there a lower Shawnee Town that has like a? Shawnee had its uh, start in 1872 when the railroad extended that point. Why is there just like a big ass like? fancy uh bank the fact that it's so hard to find information about the place has given me some like antarctica vibes like they don't want us to know about the bank right They're, what, it, what like the hell is oh and here's, here's like a plaque but i can't obviously you know see it yeah like there's like huh. the, yeah what like, that's, yeah that's, that's like a Fortnite shit shack that there's like there used to be like a big town here or something and then there's just not oh here we go hold on oh no this is trails Oh, are we in Illinois now, not Ohio? Um, I think, I think I think so. I think we were on the border there with the river. Oh, maybe. I mean, Illinois is quite far away from Ohio. From being oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. It well, is. That's the Kentucky border. Yeah. OK, never mind. So Illinois. maybe it is the both in. Uh, you know, uh, here uh, we in, go. In, OK, hold on. Yeah. If I had state right here, we go. All right. It's funny that you said it's so it's far away from uh, Ohio because, like, in my mind, the entire Midwest and Great Lake states are all like right next to each other. Like, mm -hmm. that's just how I imagine them. All right. 
uh at least one record oh, let me throw this up on screen um at least one record suggests that a village was established here by the Pekoe uh, Shawnee, led by Peter Chartier, about 1748. Uh, 1758. Uh, in November 1803, Lewis and Clark are believed to have stopped there at Fort Massac. Uh, after the revolution, it served as an important United States government administrative center for the Northwest Territory. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. So it was like a huge town back in the day because right. it was like it administrated like the whole territory. Because that, that was the first bank of Illinois. Yeah, it's like this is a this is a big territory. Look at that. That was all of Wisconsin, Michigan, parts of Minnesota, Illinois, Indiana, mm -hmm. Ohio. Damn. Okay. Um, so, uh, first bank charter in Illinois. That's why it's so big. Originally a long cabin, it was replaced in 1822 by a brick structure known as the John Marshall House, which has an article. Okay. Which is not what we were looking at. Which was not what we were looking at. Um. Local legend states that the Shawnee Town Bank refused to buy the first bonds issued by the city of Chicago on the grounds that no city located that far from a navigable river could survive. <laughs> well, uh, that didn't work out. Uh, oh, here we go. Another historic bank building, the Bank of Illinois, was constructed in 1839-41 to house the offices of the Bank of Illinois at Shawnee Town. It later housed numerous other financial institutions before it was closed in the 1930s. Uh, fine example of Greek revival, yeah, so Greek revival architecture, and now it's a historic site. Uh, residents long remembered the visit by Gilbert de Montier, Marquis de Lafayette of France, uh, to the city on 1825 as a high point of the early community social history. Okay, that Ooh. some some random French loser shows up and you're going to remember it forever? That's dumb. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. After the Great Flood of 1937, many residents moved to the current location of Shawnee Town. The old courthouse was torn down. And the new one was built in 1939, which is, eh, eh, it looks like shit. <laughs> it looks like shit. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's what kind of what I assumed. Cause it's like right on a river. I was like, I bet this guy, and that, and there's like no, the only buildings that survived were like heavy stone buildings. I was like, I bet there was a flood here. <laughs> so, yeah. huh, man, uh, we're not going to do. We're not we're not switching to it yet, but I I know what I'm I know what I learned tonight. <laughs> yeah. I'm claiming that one. That's a nice bridge, too. Is that right? Yeah. See, this is this is an, this is an educational show. This is an informative educational show. Right. Like watching this could honestly count as like a college credit. We're kind of like the new National Geographic, actually. Well, like, someone's got to be. Yeah, I mean, we're we're kind of carrying that torch. I tell you what. Speaking yeah. of, because we had a, a photography segment tonight, like that's that was my big inspiration as a kid for getting into photography was National Geographic. Yeah, I always thought the books like I, I thought the, the issues they had back then, like it was just such a fun thing to look through, you know, yeah. like it was just they were cool. Like they, they yeah. were the kind of like magazine that if you had a subscription to it, like it was pretty substantial, you know, like it wasn't, mm -hmm. um, it wasn't just like garbage. Beverly had a, like a ton of ones from like this. I still have them, actually. Um, actually funny enough, there might be something to have to get left behind when I move, but, uh, I've got like a bunch of old ones from the seventies. I still look through them a lot cause they're, they're still like the, the photography and is really still solid. Yeah. No, I mean, it's good to have, I guess, uh, like stuff like that, that you couldn't necessarily move to whatever place we might get to right. in the future though. Like you could always make another trip for like storage at a later time or something right. too, like just to have it in the area. If you're, you know, mm -hmm. you want my parents have to... said they will just straight up throw them out. So. Okay, well, so I might I might have to figure something out. Well, like I mean, 
it's tough because right there's only so much cargo that you can really right. bring at once but like yeah. if it was like a short-term thing like okay like within a month or two you make one more trip back and forth right, right. like yeah, yeah, you yeah. Could just you just do another load and like get everything extraneous and just throw it into a storage storage is pretty cheap out here i looked yeah. at the rates just, i was curious um in case you ever need like extra space i all right guys add it to the list i want to go to shawnee town it looks pretty nice yeah, illinois what it what, was let's see shawnee town to maryville tennessee what's what's that trip like five hours oh, that's not too it's terrible actually not that bad no that's not that that's a weekend trip it's like it's basically the same as the trip to like where you are from here so it's like no it's actually shorter yeah i'm, I'm about eight hours i think hold on and, and, and you know i think between here and there that seems like a route not often traveled to so i bet there's some cool stuff to see along the way oh i'm only just under i'm just under seven hours like, yeah, I wonder how many people go directly from Maryville to St. Louis, basically, which is the route you'd be going. So it's right. like, I, I bet. funny to fly there when it be longer than just driving. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. And more expensive, too, because they're oh, way more expensive. expensive. Yeah. Hey, it only take uh, two days to cycle there. Well, I mean, that'd be an adventure. Yeah, <laughs> that would. Uh, shit, I'd, I'd be impressed if you made it in two days cycling that you are absolutely right, my friend. That would indeed be <laughs> an adventure. Well, I mean, it's two. I... It's 41 hours yeah. like total, not two consecutive days. But mm -hmm. yeah, so I mean, obviously, we're hey, sleeping and resting time. 175 hours to walk. Yeah, I mean, also, you'll you know. be here in a few weeks. I will say, I've watched like bi like cross country biking YouTubers and yeah. like it does look fun and it does it does seem more tolerable than like like biking is a lot nicer than running just because of the mechanics of it right like it just feels nicer to do um, right like it doesn't feel near like you just I mean it's something that you can do like almost perpetually without totally wearing out um it's cool and you can Man. carry cargo on the bike there's just you know there's just crazy shit happening all over this country yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I mean. Like, between, like, if you look at the route, so like Saint Shawnee Town or whatever is on the way to St. Louis. Right. And if you look at like the the gap between St. Louis and Knoxville, it's like nobody's going that way. So you'd be able to document all kinds of small town America right. shit that no, like, like no, like if if I go to downtown Knoxville, right, I can take cool pictures. But people yeah. have seen downtown Knoxville. It's been done. Right. No, who, who's going and like really passionately photographing Shawnee Town? You know. Right. Uh, well, other than someone who probably lives in Shawnee Town. Right, but we're better than them. Right. And yeah, if, if these basic pictures are any indication, not, no, no, no right. one's really. No, and, and like those types of like, that's what I'm saying. That's like documentary, like Americana type shit, you know, like yeah. that's, that's a cool well, subject for. What's crazy about that is about the National Geographic thing. My favorite, um, my favorite segment in uh, National Geographic was actually, I forgot what it was called. It was like called, um, destination zip code or something yeah. i can't remember but it was about it was like it was literally like every month or every quarter or whatever they just focused on like a different like zip code of the most random yeah. ass places like shawnee town well, that, that is really fun. shawnee town but it's like actually shawnee town. and that's the sort of like actually like going forward the type of structure i would like if i like were to take photography more seriously is to have constraints like that you right. know that you like you you put a pin on the map and it's like, that's your zip code. Yeah. And you have to document that to the best of your ability. Like yeah. that would be fun. And I feel like the, like the, the, the price point 
or overhead. I don't know what words you'd want to use for that. That's got to be pretty low because what you're paying for gas and then like hotels a night, if you stay in a hotels, night in a but... cheap hotel or if you wanted to be a like one of those kind of people just stay in your, you know, build out a car or something. Well, like yeah, I mean, I mean, if especially like say, say I also opened a gym membership with like Planet Fitness that's everywhere. Right. And yeah. then I, I, I just I, even my key is still like it's leaving the back of it. It's like that sort of thing. But like or you have a van or whatever, a bus, whatever, like <laughs> you you have a solution for showering, you have a solution for sleeping and you just eat on the road. What else do you need? You know, it's like God, shout out to this high school that's literally just in the middle of cornfields. Oh, man. Yeah. No football field, I'm noticing, though. Hmm. Hmm, well, it's just crazy when they have all that flat space. Yeah, right. Hmm. It's like a pretty pretty low-effort development. Right. Yeah. Illinois, not big on football, I guess. No. But, uh, but yeah, no. Yeah, so I, I feel, yeah, the overhead on that's got to be pretty cheap. Like, if you, if you were running some sort of thing where you were, like, <clears throat> even just bringing in, like, the barest minimum income from photography, I feel like that's right. sustainable. Yeah, no, I, I mean, really the biggest constraint is if you work full time, just getting the time to go out and do right. longer term projects. But yeah. like, but that's like, that's like, it's a, it's a, uh, well, see, that's how capitalism destroys art, right? No, exactly. Well, exactly. That's why we need a four day work week standard. An extra day, an extra day in the weekend would be. No, a big we deal don't know. It doesn't even need to be that big a thing. Just, I think creatives shouldn't yeah. ha- should get a stipend from the government. Right. But like us types of creatives, not like shitty cuck creatives. Right, you know? right, like, right. Like actual like based creatives, not like right. people who are like yeah, p- people who want to like put a focus on culture. beauty and yeah, and not people who want to destroy beauty. Right, like right. there needs to be distinction there. Right, and, and, who's, and who's by determining who's beautiful, it's us. We're right, and I was about to say, and by all this, I just mean they just need to give money to us, right. just us, no one else, just us. Yeah. Uh, red onion the red's temporarily closed which is a hey, shame pork chops i'm gonna say it's a shame it looks like it got some good food honestly yeah, it actually looks really good yeah <laughs> what the hell is this equity equity illinois damn oh, they yeah, had a good crowd guy but maybe i'd be a fan of the town and this was even a year ago i wonder what happened mm, small salad but Ooh, oh, yeah. hey, here we go buddy Hell yeah, brother. Oh, look at that. Little telephone action. So that's the last uh, telephone booth in existence. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean... Yeah? I I definitely think that, like, it's an incremental process, right? Like, if you... The more... uh, The more momentum you get by just doing smaller scale stuff, the more you can move into, like, larger scale outings for this sort of thing you know and it's true to say though that like especially if i like if i paid off my car for example like and like had a and did like a conversion i would have very few bills all said and like it would be pretty feasible to just do that perpetually actually if you really wanted to mm-hmm. like it wouldn't be impossible um and you wouldn't need that much income to actually make it feasible like because yeah you're right gas isn't even that like isn't i mean i know it's elevated but like compared to what i'm used to at least it's not that bad like between my car having pretty good gas mileage and just gas being a lot cheaper out here than it was in california like i don't sweat gas that much anymore yeah i feel i feel like maybe my truck would be an issue but my car so my car on a full tank under like let's see i think it was I think it's basically a 300 mile a 300 mile range under ideal circumstances driving that thing from a full tank and right. a full tank cost me about twenty five dollars I think wow or something like ballpark so it's like wow 
You know what I'm saying? Like it, it yeah. like three hundred miles for twenty five dollars is not that bad. Right. God, look at this. Look at this little t- just in the middle of this cornfield. Just a whole ass town in the middle of this cornfield. Yeah. Crazy. That's what I'm saying. All these towns out here, it's so strange how like just distinct the line is between town and the fields, right? Because in so many right. places, like the town gradually fades into rural fields Ooh. and here. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's where all those pictures were. Okay. There's like all these little dots down uh-huh. there. Yeah. Oh, hey, that's a, that's a not bad. Okay, oh. is this a this, this must be a Catholic church? Yeah. yeah, it is. And so this was actually this is contributed by what seems to be an actual photographer here too. This uh, yeah, Athens three fifty whatever. Amy's three sixty photography. Uh, small so could, Oh yeah, <laughs> like Athens whatever. Uh, hmm. looks like a little Asian woman actually, kind of based. Huh. This is actually, this is a really nice church. Yeah. To be in the middle of Illinois. Yeah, Paris. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Paris. There's not, yeah, there's not even, there's not even street people, but there's like this really nice church. I mean, hey, if I had a church that nice, I'd want to take pictures. Yeah. It's cool. This is not, man. I know what, hey, I know where we're going after we leave Shawnee. Mm. Man. There's a whole country out there, man. Yeah. There's a whole ass country out there. Interesting little grove here. Just like it's a little park. Oh, set. I got a fucking tank. Face. Huh. huh. <laughs> oh, here we go. In honor of veterans, this M60 tank is presented to people of Ridgeway. Okay. Cool. Yeah, people call people call these like flyover states, but nah, man. This no, is the heartland. There's real, there's real cool stuff out there. This is the heartland. I've shit on Illinois a little bit, but I'm taking it all back, man. No, no, no. I mean, I don't think I'm like too good for anywhere, really. You know, like I'm too good for California. No, nah, there's parts you would like. No, nope. like even then, like, nope. I'm not saying that you have to like California as it's, like a state. it's spiritually evil. It's spiritually evil. Right, but like that's the the part when you find the little bits of hope there. It's like this, you know. Like God provides, right? Because even in this okay, demonic place, I guess. yeah, okay, you know, right. like like pockets of base. Yeah, like, you're right. You're right. You know, Job, um, Job's house in the middle of Sodom. Yeah, yeah. No, Lot. Sorry, not Job. Lot. Yeah, my bad. Sorry, I'm I'm a little locked in on Job because it's of course Jobuary. Yeah. Yeah, you've you've read my bit about Jobuary, right? I think I saw you mention it, but I didn't really get it at the time. Well, because I, I did like all the loss I've had this month so far. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And that's the joke about Job, of course, because he had. Yeah, yeah. That was his whole art. I was actually going to ask gonna ask about some of that, but. Well, like what? Well, has summer come back? No. Ah, oh, geez. Dude. Yeah, it's it's not great. So there's an APB out for it in the community. So well, that's good. I just. I feel like by now, though, like if if, if she, uh, you know, well, here's what I'm worried about. So, you know, she w- she came back a month or two ago and her face was slashed up. Remember? Yeah, I remember that. And those were some clean cuts, man. So I'm just wondering, is there someone out here in this neighborhood that's like doing something and they got hold of her again? And I, I don't mm. I don't want to th- I don't want to think that. Right. I don't want to think right. that. Right. But. I well, from, from the nature of the cuts before, was it possible that like something about getting stuck somewhere? Yeah. So my up, thought you know? was that she got stuck in some barbed wire, and she just yanked herself out of it. But I mean, I'm talking. I mean, uh, 
the, that's still kind of like that's a tearing kind of thing. Yeah. Still, I mean, this she was cut clean, dude. I don't I don't think the picture I showed y'all like really did it justice of how clean her cut was. In fact, when they sewed it all up, it's just a straight line down. So, yeah, I don't know. You know, you got to think, how does that happen? I mean, I mean, if somebody's going to fuck with a dog, though, that seems like a weird way to go about it. Like, I feel like I don't know. Like, I don't know. man. I mean, unless I, they're yeah, like a fucking, I, that, I mean, that's the thing. That's the that's the only thing holding me back. And then it's like, how the hell would, would you have like a machete or something like what? How did that happen? Yeah, I, I feel like I wouldn't. If I was, if if my intent was to terrorize or kill a dog, I wouldn't just slice him like just randomly I, like that. I, I don't know. I don't know. And the fact that like I, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure she didn't. She's a big dog, so I'm pretty sure yeah. she didn't get run over because that would have fucked up someone's car, right? And that would have. Sure. And, and I also feel like you would have like if it was anywhere remotely local, you would have probably caught some wind of it by now. Heard it, seen it, something. I just, I it's does just she a have mis- like a, I mean, she does. She have a, does she have like a collar or something? No. Or? Oh, she doesn't. No, I mean, around here, you don't really need collars. Everybody knows whose dog it is. Yeah. Everybody knows who Summer is. So. That's, that's the thing. It's like, if if something had happened to her, so, uh, one of our neighbors would have seen her and gone, called us and said, hey, we've we've seen Summer. But no one's yeah. seen Summer, is the thing. And she's an old she's an old mutt. I don't know who would have stolen her or anything. It's it's a mystery, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm obviously an eternal optimist. Uh, I'm sure she'll come back. Um, you know, sometimes dogs like go missing for years and then they'll just like show up again. Yeah, you never know what kind of the problem is. Summer doesn't exactly about. have years. Um, yeah. and that's why, like, if something has happened to her, I don't want to say I'm not upset because I am upset. I, I like Summer a lot. Yeah, she's a good but dog. She's 11. She had a oh, fucking hell. Yeah, oh, not a fan, not a fan of that. Well, we're we're gonna deal with that. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take care of that. Um. She's had a really long life, a very good long life. Right. No, and I if get that. something did happen to her, I, I'm I'm not okay with it because I want to know what happened to her. And if especially well, if she was hurt, gonna, I'm not okay with it. But yeah. if it's a matter of this, like she got out somewhere and got tied up with, uh, you know, some coyotes or something or whatever, like yeah. she had a good life. And right. I'm, I'm, I'll miss her, but I'm not mourning her. Right. Sure. I mean, yeah. So. I just, uh, closure would be nice, though. Closure would definitely be nice, but uh, yeah, man, who knows? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, always a hazard with outdoor pets like that. I guess, like, you mm-hmm. never know, right? What? Right. <laughs> this is unfortunate uh, picture. Yeah. Yeah, and then you know, lost Pomu. Yeah, I lost Nick Saban. Yeah. Uh, what else did I lose? Yeah, I feel like enthusiasm for fish tank. Enthusiasm for fish tank. Yeah, Jopiary's been rough on me, but hey, it's over. It's over an hour or two, so. But then we then we go into Fatuary. I see. Is that right? Yeah, I don't I don't know what that means, and hopefully I don't find out. So. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Wait, you know what I can find out. Hmm. What we learned on the show tonight. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Oh, I go first. I learned about Shawneetown, Illinois, and right. its deep, rich history. <laughs> Which I'm not. Yeah. I'm laughing, but it's not. It's not. It's not a joke. And uh, apparently, some small ass little town in the middle of nowhere, Illinois, has like a very deep, rich history. So, well, you want to know what I learned about? What'd you learn about? 
I learned about old Shawnee Town and its deeper history. Ooh. <laughs> are we all going to say Illinois? Oh, I like that. That's good. That's good. I learned about equality, Illinois. Or, yeah. uh, no, was it equity? No, it was equity. It's equi- no, it was equity. Yeah, equity. I learned about equity, Illinois. And their, uh, their delicious but closed steakhouse, the Red yeah, Onion. Yeah, their, their, their steakhouse, which better be open by the time oh. I'm around there. You damn right. Anyway, here's the real reason they're called flyover states. So, like, their main cities are all absolute shitholes. And then, like, the Kino outside areas are all separated by, like, 50 miles of cornfields. So, like, in our in our society where we do work five days a week, the, your short time's off having to plan the trips to the 50 miles of cornfields. It's not really realistic for the average person. Sure, I guess. While, like, while yeah. the Kino might be there for your average person, they're not trying to plan their trip through uh right. miles of nothingness well i guess that's why that's people. why they're slaying to gain by taking the less beaten path though right, right? and that's in also, that case that's also right, why we I, must that's, smash that's kind of why they become flyers right and but that's yeah. why we must smash capitalism right well that and we also must document the flyover states because nobody else will right um oh uh this is a little bit of news actually that i wanted to give before we close the show is uh i did finally Complete the decommissioning of beefyboys.win. Oh, yeah. Did you um, see that being brought up on Fetty? Yeah. Uh, so I was just so that. don't have to worry about that anymore. I saved everything from it. Uh, so maybe in the future, if once I put in, once I feel like doing so, I could maybe rehost it somewhere free and then it'll be there as an archive at least. I probably wouldn't use it full time again. Um, but, you know, you never know. Maybe, maybe I make a new instance in the future well, with all the new. Stuff, if I still think if we again. came if we came back to Fetty with a new instance, I think our first foray should be like just a full fledged bit. Like we yeah. have we've talked about it. We have a bit in mind. We have yeah. to we'd have to procure the domain for it. <laughs> yeah, but it would be probably it would be a really good bit. It would be a really funny bit. Mm-hmm. We'd have to keep people from knowing that it was us to immediate to prevent immediate defederation. But right. I think it would be a really funny bit for like a month or two. Yeah. But again, you know, it would just end up being you and me and Tommy. Can't, yeah. can't uh, well, rely the on other, any the other. Uh, the other idea was if I ever started another instance was maybe one with a very specific goal in mind beyond like an actual sincere goal of like maybe just being like like right wing artistry, basically like that sort right. of thing would be fun. Maybe. Yeah. But, yeah. I think like, once like a place to I share think, that, you know, yeah, I think once the uh, on the ground stuff starts gets rolling, I think that's where we would probably need a new one. Yeah. Yeah, it could be interesting as a, as just an additional outlet. But uh, yeah. for now, yeah, I'm I mean I'm happy to be not having to worry about the upkeep of the thing at all. Um, so yeah, uh, and that actually influences the uh, the closing line I have for tonight. Yeah, well, hold on, hold on. There is still a piece of news we haven't talked. About. Oh, what's wrong? And that's that the prude finally got himself off the floor. Well, yeah, I mentioned the bed I think a week or two ago, and it took a long time yeah, for it to get you, here. Yeah, but he finally got it. Yeah, well, it's because, yeah, FedEx has been cucking everybody. Um, oh, that's what so... you meant by Fed cucked. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah, thought, yeah, like, yeah. T- I thought you were talking about, like, taxes or something. I didn't know what the no, hell you no, were no, talking no. about. Tony's been waiting for stuff, too, and basically everything being shipped right now, is, in terms of large packages at least, is, like, pretty delayed, it seems like. It seems I like see. everything's just backlogged from the storm or whatever. I um, see. Which is kind of bullshit since the roads were cleared the next day. But, yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably just an excuse. Uh, but... Yeah, I finally got enough to assemble the bed. Like, I have right. a mattress, and I, I gave it two days to puff up and, like, off-gas or whatever because it's, yeah, like, okay. a bed in a bag or bed in a box or whatever uh, type situation. And then I, you know, I have my sheets all washed and the everything else on it. Um, 
still waiting for the pillow I ordered because I ordered a new customizable pillow. It's like a pillow that has like shredded memory foam slash latex inside of it. Mm-hmm. And you can remove or add like stuffing to it basically to customize how firm it is. Right. Which I like. Because um, I have a hard time finding pillows that I really like. So I was like, oh, this will be a perfect solution. Still waiting on that. It hasn't even shipped yet. So I don't know what the fuck the deal is there. But hmm. uh, for now, I mean, the bed's comfortable. So yeah. Uh, so, so what was your what was your line? Well, you know how usually you have us uh, say something stupid as the final line for the show, right? And you always oblige, right? So I have a new one that I okay. came up with when I when I took down the instance, oh, I saw right? this. This is actually a decent one, yeah, yeah. So it was uh, it was beefy bon voyage. Yeah, now see, then I hear it out loud. Now beefy bye bye, and that sucks. Beefy bon voyage. 